Dear Princess Celestia, Today we learned about Pipesound.wave Ponyville's many OSHA violations MCU Rainbow Dash and Hidden That Yankee's Blinky. Saddle up, everypony. It's showtime. Hello, everypony. Welcome to Friendship's Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo. And my name is Emily. And I had to stop every bone in my body from doing a funny old man voice where I'm like, I'm the old brony, but that would suck. And then I just did it anyway. I'm proud of you, I <laughs> guess, not. for... I, for the borderline restraint, and then... It was no... Th- this was a delayed restraint. It was. It's yeah. nothing. Hi. Hi, everypony. <laughs> Hello, everypony. Um, hey, welcome back. This is our actually, first... Oh, what? Actually, I need to slow your roll. Because you say hello, everypony. Uh, listeners, I need to put my dear friend Echo on blast. Uh, the court is now in session because last episode, she said everybody. I did. Not every pony. I mess up sometimes, okay? Nobody's perfect. No pony's perfect, okay? Well, now you won me over. I can't be mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was listening to the cut, and I'm like, wait a goddamn minute. That's not what we say up in here. (laughs) I know. I know. I was trying to do it without a script. Ah, and that's that's what you get. (laughs) But no, no, we have something way more important to talk about. Other than the show. Like, uh, yeah. d- delay the show, delay the show. We, we have something important to, s- to speak of. This was our first recording since coming to TrotCon 2023. Well, and not just that, but seeing each other in the flesh, in the, in the real world, we finally met in person. It was exciting. It was very cool. It was cool. really good. TrotCon lots of, was Lots of hugs. Really Friendship truly so is hugs. magic. Friendship is hugs. There were so many hugs to be had. Friendship is hugs. Uh, no, but yeah, TrotCon was fucking spectacular. It was it was my first PonyCon. Uh, first con since 2019. My last one was Furry Week in Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just, I had a really good time. Uh, people were, like, so nice to me. I was there vending, so I was selling my artwork and all that jazz. And I did, I did pretty good. I, I didn't do yeah. amazing, but I was able to come home with a little extra money to cover, you know, like, I, I, I would have been happy to break even on travel expenses, but the fact that I could, like, come home with, you know, a little bit of, of breathing room and somebody to get some fun wares from, from the truck on vending hall, it was, it was awesome! Yeah. It was my first pony convention and my first uh, convention in, like, a decade. I haven't gone since, like, out of high school. And it did, it did irreparable damage to her! I, okay, so (laughs) I was thinking about it earlier and like the metaphor I was thinking about in my head is like up until this point, I've sort of been like walking on glass. I'm like looking through at like My Little Pony below and I'm like, man, this is so cool. This is like, I I really like this show and it's really nice to look at. 
and Trotcon has like smashed through that glass and now I'm like fucking under the ice like drowning in pony brain rot I'm like <laughs> in overdrive right now and I'm I... so happy I'm I'm like on cloud nine yeah I made several of my friends play Twilight's secret ship fic folder or whatever the card game is it's yeah I, for I'm, those I'm uninitiated that's that's like a, a fun fan-made trading card game where you just uh go around shipping various characters with each other to score points like i guess mm-hmm. almost not card against humanity style but uh what, what, what would you compare it to gameplay wise i really don't know what i would compare it to it's i don't know it's, of... it was it was fun it's kind of its own thing. It was also canceled back in like 2015 or 2016, but people still play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, why not, you know? Yeah, uh, no, I'm just like, I'm in overdrive right I am now. so happy. I've been, listen, like in high school, I had a few of my like brony friends to, to accompany me. And then they all kind of lost interest and I never really did. I was kind of just on this train the whole time steering it all alone and i finally have a passenger and we're going off the rails and i feel so alive <laughs> i'm i'm truly going off the rails the stuff that i bought at Trotcon, <laughs> i bought a bunch of v- amazing charms and stickers from some she of has like a weapon and vendors she has like a weapon attached to her purse now of just i do rarity, yeah, char- it's like, rarity and tricky it's like charms it's, you can you can like hear her coming a mile away before you see her just because it's plastic clacking against each other yeah, two of them have bells on them. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and I'm uh just deeply, deeply in hell. Which I'm so ready for because I hope that that encourages us to watch these episodes faster and record faster. Because I'm like, man, I wanna I wanna watch so much more. There's so much good shit. I'm we're we're in we're in the good ship. We can get even better. I'm like, oh oh, cartoon. No, I know. I want to get to some <laughs> good stuff. Um, but no, Trotcon was fantastic. It was really really cool um very welcoming very just just a whole lot of fun all the all the people there were like all the vendors were really really creative and cool and like we yeah like we tabled next to two like really nice people like or i guess four it was Mm -hmm. two and two uh we became like friends with both of them it's been it was just fantastic i i really I, i feel like it was one of the like best weekends of my life and uh, hey, if you discovered the show through our, our funny little little trinkets, because uh, at our table we offered some stickers and buttons, uh, welcome mm-hmm. and thank you for for listening. It's it was fun to be uh you know uh out there and able to be like, hey, look, we we do this thing, and you might be interested in this thing. Like there was this one yeah. instance where um uh, we were waiting for the shuttle back to the hotel, and a stranger's like, oh, it's you guys, you're the podcast girls, and both of us were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we were so we are world. i guess we, we are and it made, me, it made me really happy to be like yeah so mm-hmm. yeah well welcome aboard every pony it's we we aim to entertain and uh hope that we entertain more than these episodes do ahead of us because i don't like a lot of these ones. <laughs> yeah we're we're about 10 minutes in so we should jump into the actual episodes uh yeah. these well, three episodes was there, are was there anything else you wanted to say about truck con and our our general meeting of the mines. Not really. I think that was it. Okay. Just that was great, and I want to come yeah. back next year. I really do. It was do. fantastic. Uh, it was, yeah, just great. Let's jump in. Ugh, do we have, do we have to? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're, we're covering three episodes, and I really, I'm just gonna say it, I, like, outright almost hate two of these. 
I hate I'm one sorry. Of them. I feel so bad. It's like, wow, what a life-changing positive experience. The the power of ponies has brought us so much uh, glee. And then I'm like, well, actually, the TV show is bad. <laughs> no, it's, it's not yeah. bad, but... Oh, Ride boy, that uh, high at the beginning for the rest of this episode, because we're going to talk pretty disparagingly about a couple of these episodes. Hey, Dash fans, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what the episode did to Dash, and also that we just... What we're going to do to <laughs> What we're about to do to Dash. Okay. We're covering Mysterious Mary Duel, Sweet and Elite, and Secret of My Excess. Uh, and we're going to jump into Mysterious Mary Duel first. Do you want me to do the long and short of it? What if I said no? I just ended the show here. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the credits song that you're about to hear is um, the 10-year anniversary <laughs> of... No, no, no. Yeah, give us the long and short. <laughs> All right, so Mysterious Mariduel is... <sighs> One of the episodes I guess, of all time. I guess the most basic summary is... Rainbow Dash discovers that by, like, being a hero, she gets more popularity. Like, people love her when she, like, you know, saves kids from wells or whatever. Uh, And so she starts basically getting a big ego over that. Uh, And someone mysterious, a mysterious Merduel, steps in to sort of uh, humble her. That's, not, I mean, that's not necessarily, more like another force enters the scene, and she is jealous of the spotlight that was taken from her. That's true. That is that is a better way in the, uh, that is portrayed in the episode, but she, I mean, Meriduel exists yeah, yeah. to humble her. No, yeah. yeah. Spoilers, but we'll get there. Anyway. Yeah, spoilers for the episode you're about to hear spoilers about. Uh, let's get into it. The hey, oh your boy. your boys are in this in this intro. We uh we open up. We are yeah. on the treehouse. We're on the little CMC treehouse, and uh, Scootaloo is is calling forth the official Rainbow Dash fan club meeting, which is I guess quite popular. There's like there's a few kids in here. There, there's including mm-hmm. Snips and Snails. There's a few Echo's adults. Favorites. Yeah, there's a few. Ad- Wait, are there? Yes, there are. Oh my God, there there there's are actually a handful of adults. Yeah, no, it is not just kids. <laughs> of going to a fan club that's run by an eight-year-old and you're just like a full-grown like adult with a job <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like oh my god oh look at the time i'm missing i'm missing the the, the date for the rainbow dash fan club and you go sit next yeah. to like a six-year-old in a wig <laughs> exactly yeah snips and snails are there and i love snips and snails i think they're so silly i told people at trotcon that like i Gecko might be the only Snips and Snails fan in the entire world. I really do. Uh, yeah, I think I'm the only one that's actually like given them the time of day. Like people are probably like, oh yeah, Snips and Snails are funny, but like I, I think that they are just genuinely really funny as they're they are the CMC's Trixie, and I love that for them. It's so funny. That's so it's bold. so stupid. Because anytime I just I even just look at them and I'm like. I don't like. No, them. I love them. They're they're <laughs> I funny. I don't. They need to be funnier, personally. I th- they're they need to go harder. In, I think they their... should too. Yeah, but... but anyway, we're having a rematch fan club. There's a whole back and forth where it's like, I think she's the awesomest, and they're like, No, she's the most splendiferous. They just wonder, and it's just back and forth about like, Well, I think we should call her that. Uh, and then they hear a voice that's like, well, uh, like outside, it's like, what about super ultra extreme awesome amazing? 
And they're like, well, yeah, let's do that one. It's Rainbow Dash's eavesdropping outside their little tree yeah. house. Rainbow Dash is watching her own fan club, which is kind of funny. Which she checks out. Uh, oh, I do yeah, want to make a comment out. about... I do want to make a comment about the fan club. Um, just to set the scene. There's a bunch of pictures of her that are like glamour portraits. Like, it, it's very much yeah. like a... Uh, well, how would you describe it? The type of photography there is. Oh, God. It, like, sixth grade dance pictures. <laughs> or, like, if you're applying, like, you're like, do you want to get an acting gig? So you got some nice, like, Polaroid stud or whatever. Like, oh, it's, it's yeah. all decorated. There's banners. Everyone's, like, wearing funny hats. But what I think is funny is that there's, like, a few of them have their cutie marks taped over with rainbow dashes. That's funny, yeah. Which, I feel like that's kind of a lot to unpack, but I don't know what to unpack from that. <laughs> I just think it's something worth pointing out. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that's just... A little weird, but alright. Very strange. Uh, and, and the last decoration I really like is that for, like, one shot, there's, like, a balloon animal of Rainbow Dash that's, like, just... <laughs> it's hideous. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so bad, yeah. It, it it's peak it's great but uh anyway that's our intro uh i don't, I don't like it yeah and then you know <laughs> the intro song and then we get to the scene that i kind of described already where some pony is like screaming in a in a well like someone got stuck down a well i guess and rainbow dash has to like go and save her in my notes i wrote is this a dream sequence it feels so weird and like apropos of nothing like yeah it just it just kind of starts like dash is like hanging out in the cloud she does a sick vape trick with a cloud and that's kind of funny um she does do a funny vape trick and yeah. then just suddenly she's she hears someone screaming as like i'll save the day and then there's just a crowd a crowd of people in the meme sits to be like wow hooray for rainbow dash you did it yippee everyone's so awesome rainbow dash is so cool and it's like mm-hmm. uh, uh, okay uh sure it doesn't feel like an actual scene that would happen just naturally and i'd say that's most of this episode of just events that just happen (laughs) yeah so a lot of this episode is just yeah like emily said just like scenes that happen so like this scene is like there is a girl stuck in a well rainbow dash saves her everyone cheers and she's like oh look i get popularity and that is the whole scene and the and next then it immediately scene is cuts like, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it cuts to, like, a baby in a carriage rolling down a hill, and Rainbow Dash saves her, and everyone cheers. And then they and all cheer like, for her again, and they're like, and then she's like, oh, wow. And, like, there's paparazzi, and the crowd goes even more wild. She starts stunting and posing, and then the main, the rest of the main six, like, AJ and Twilight specifically, are like... Wow, look look at Humble Mix Humble Pants. They don't say that, but something like that, you know, where they're pointing out that she's mm-hmm. just completely enamored with herself and her popularity. Uh, yeah. And then another another scene. There's some some elderly ponies, which <laughs> looks so funny. I love these elderly they ponies. They look really funny. No, they're really, really good designs. Yeah. They're like on a porch and the porch starts breaking. So Dash saves the day again. And she starts mm-hmm. stunting and they cheer. And then the main six are like, Wow, I think this popular is getting her head. Again. Um, yeah. And I just, They're, that's just, <laughs> this episode is 90% that. And it's not, here's the thing. If it was like some funny slapstick, like each time, like something that would like bring it more than like, here's Rambo Dash saving the day. I would maybe get something more out of it. But like, I, I just don't, I just don't. Yeah. Where we are now, everything we've described, I'm about a third of the way through my notes. Yeah. 
it's uh, it, man. it is a man. i don't know i guess it's also a back heavy episode but still um we see like spike in a little reporter outfit and he is writing her autobiography because she's too busy to write her own autobiography i don't think she knows how to write i don't i don't know if she knows how to write either um only partially kidding yeah they make a funny ghost writer bit and then pinky thinks he's a ghost that's like the whole bit um and then rarity is like signing autographs for people because she's their new favorite even though she was already their favorite and that's that scene yep that's that uh then the fan club we see the fan club grows uh, uh, the funny, marketable hot air balloon is being piloted by a different pony, and it pops. Uh, I wrote she, in like... my notes, Amelia mm-hmm. Merhart. Which is pretty good. Thank you. I like that. I she, mean... this is a background point with a name. I'm not seeing it on the wiki The wiki right says now, but... Cherry Berry. Cherry Berry. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah Cherry uh, Berry's falling from the sky and about to plummet to her death. And AJ, not AJ, uh, Dash is in the middle of signing autographs. She's like, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm busy. And everyone's like, hey, are you gonna go save her? She's like, no, I've got a few seconds. And then she saves the day again. But oh my gosh, what's, what's that on the horizon? The, there's a strange costumed mare who Which, is hey, in... to be fair, it looks pretty cool. I'll give him this one. <laughs> my, my notes said also Mare Duel is kind of hot. Um, okay. Hmm. Hot isn't the word I would use, but go off. She's she's mysterious. She's got a, a mysterious edge to her. Um, she's like wearing like like she's costumed like a superhero, wearing yeah, she like, has like a very, dark very dark blue. blue. Yeah. Yeah, with like a purple cape and like a purple like Carmen like a, San Diego hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. And she yeah, has kind of like Spider Man eyes. Hat. Like she's got these cool like mm-hmm. big glass eyes. Are it's a nice design. Yeah, and every time she comes on screen, uh, the music changes to, like, a parody of, like, the animated Batman series. Like, the brr, 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 kind of shit. Just like that, yeah, it's it's not, in, it's not in, like, instrumented or anything. It's just a dude going, brr, brr, like that. Yeah, 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 it's one person, yeah, doing and it And that the person it's is great. Echo. It's true. Um, <laughs> no, the mysterious yeah, no, Mare Duel jumps in and saves Amelia Merhart before... Rainbow Dash can do it. Rainbow Dash was too slow. Wow. That's never happened. Song's gonna be so disappointed in her. I know. I know. And uh, Mare Mare does like a whole bit where she's like, wow, look how amazing Mare Duel is. There's a new superhero in town. Just to like really dig mm-hmm. into yeah. Rainbow Dash. That it, how useless she was. Then we're back to the dangerous hill. Hey guys, can we do yeah. something about this hill? They use this one hill, like speed this bumps. one set. Yeah, they use this set like three times this episode, and it's just like at a forty-five degree angle down. Like this, this was an awful place to build a road. Can we like do something about this? Like, yeah, we need like. Signage. Here's one of my main things. One of my main things about this episode that drives you crazy is that I feel like if they played up the comedy of this many like accidents happening it would work but like the way that this episode is framed it feels like ponyville is just constantly in turmoil like is it always this bad is there always just a careening like car at any given moment like this this is so much what (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. The pacing of this episode like makes this feel like that there's disasters happening every second, and it's like Ponyville's never felt like it was a dangerous place. It's kind of just felt like yeah, it's chill with its occasional monster of the week, but like I I don't know. No, I agree. It's like just a, it's a really weird framing for this whole episode. One of my favorite things about Ponyville uh, city infrastructure is that there is the forty five degree angle straight down. Mm-hmm. with this road uh and it ends at a, a cliff. cliff yeah just there up. is a small piece of land jutting out from a cliff at the end of the road it's like it was like built specifically for the road um, <laughs> that's not even like a like a sign weird. that's like be careful sharp drop ahead it's just it just stops osha there. would be pissed oh my god pony osha posha they don't Posha even get would just they destroy them. See, that's um, where like maybe this should have been a Twilight episode where Twilight goes around being really upset at the like the state of Ponyville and she goes through trying to fix how dangerous Ponyville is. That'd be funny. There should definitely be a follow up episode or like a uh, like kind of like a you know when TV shows will like have an episode and then mm-hmm. they'll have another episode about a character like doing something during that. And yeah. so it's like there's action in the background, but it's like from yeah, you know, there would be Twilight. Fun. I think that could like, have been this a lot is of so fun. Dangerous. Uh, too bad if you removed this episode from the series, nothing would change. <laughs> I'm so yeah. mean today. I'm so sorry, you guys. No, I mean it's true. Ugh. Like this episode isn't Man. very good. I personally don't think it's like a bad episode, but I don't think it's very good. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's there's a carriage careening down, and Mayor Duell saves it by digging her hooves in and showing that she is not only faster than Rainbow Dash, but stronger. But stronger. And then we get to the construction she, like, scene. She like bucks the cart with her back legs yeah. to put it to a stop and saves the day. Yes. And the Dash is like, "Well, I could I could do that, <laughs> you know." Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, and then we see a construction site with a bunch of construction ponies that are very funny to me. They're very like portly like they're, they're earth ponies but they're drawn like like specifically stallions are drawn very round buff ways and mm-hmm. not in a like wow look at that hunk of pony but in a like a this is just some guy from like manhattan you know like yeah uh the they first got, like, one five o'clock shadows <laughs> yeah he's named like crafty crate and he does have like five o'clock shadow that's funny and he's just like yeah, he's got, like, the windswept blonde hair and, like, the orange jacket and the hard hat. It's very, and they, very they talk, good. they talk like, what What the heck you doing? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what no, they're- What are you they're, doing? What are you doing, Rainbow Dash? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, they're at a construction site. They're building a building of some sort. It's very tall. I don't know if this is up to Ponyville code, but, uh, go off. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh my god, it's it's crashing down. What are we gonna do? Wow, oh, no. the mayor the duel's there and starts saving all the uh, construction workers who are, like, falling off. So Dash rushes in and also tries to help. And uh, during the sequence, there's just a bunch of sound effects. <laughs> and yeah, at this point, so... this I am losing my interest in this episode rapidly. Like, nothing. <laughs> there's just nothing going on. It's just a series of events where, uh-oh, someone's in trouble. Rambodash saves the day. Meriduel shows her up. Repeat. It just happened. This is like the sixth time this has happened this episode. I'm kind of starting to zone out. There's a bunch of sound effects, and then <laughs> we have this one pipe sound effect in our Discord. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, we have the power of editing. You want to put that in right here? Yeah, you here, I'll put, put the that... pipe sound in right here. 
Amazing. Thank you. Oof. Harsh on the ears, just the way I like it. Um, it's true. It's no. real brutal. <laughs> I, we have it as a soundboard in Discord. So during this calamity, I hear that almost exact sound. I thought it was Echo doing it as a bit. But no, it was just in the episode. It was. <laughs> yeah. It took me they just so have an guard. almost identical pipe sound in the episode. It's really, really funny and out of it place. It snapped me out of my like trance, <laughs> where I was, mm-hmm. I was brought back down. So that that was pretty funny. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, Meriwell saves yeah. a bunch of people, and the yeah, and Dash then, gets upset. Repeat. Yeah, Dash gets upset, and then we're at a hydroelectric jam. And yeah, I guess we're like, damn. I guess Ponyville and just Equestria as a whole have like hydroelectric dam technology. Like I, this feels a little advanced. Like I don't know how much electricity yeah, there actually is. I don't know if it's just like an actual dam or if it's like actually like gen- no. There are no, tesla- look, it's, a little, it is yeah, generating electricity. There's coils down there. It's generating electric. Great, 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 great. Cool, cool, cool. Wait, I don't hey, wanna... that's the implications of that is so the much. The implications. I Jesus. Okay. Um, anyway, and Rainbow Dash is like, "Oh no, it's leaking!" Ha ha. Good thing I'm here before Meriwell and like blocks it up, and that pressure uh, obviously makes the entire dam burst. Uh, and as she's falling, Meriwell kind of gets up and glares at her, and then pulls back her hat to reveal that she's a unicorn, and she grabs all the debris from the dam and puts it back where it belongs. And Rainbow Dash is like, this is stupid. And she's like <laughs> mad about it. And Meriwell is like, you know, giving a little wave. Uh, and Rainbow Dash is like, at least there's one thing that I can do that she can't. And she like gets up and starts flying around. And then we see that Meriwell also has wings like a Pegasus. So I guess she's just an alicorn. Which is funny which is because wild. Which is a lot because Dash doesn't question that at all. She's just like, oh, nope, for not Pete's at all. sake. Hey, I don't know. I'd be a little alarmed if I saw the first alicorn mentioned since the two gods of the sun. You know, like that feels yeah. like a big deal, but don't worry. <laughs> Dash has other priorities, which to be yeah. fair, that checks out for her. Like I can't. I can't be It's true, that, yeah. The, you know, no, it's a very yeah. Dash thing. Like, she's confronted with, like, a... Potentially a godlike being, and she does, like, the Marvel, like, eye roll lean in. Oh, brother. God, get alone. They fly now? <laughs> <laughs> you got it, you got it. Anyway. They, fly now. they fly now. They fly now. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> it's, yeah, that's well, very that much just happened. That's Dash's person. Check, please. Check, please. <laughs> That's not. We move. We're making this we is a whole new character on. we made. MCU Dash is <laughs> a whole new pony. Fucking hell. Uh, let's let's I actually, move on to the next scene. Yes, we absolutely kick. I actually kind of like this next scene. This is one of the, the few parts of the episode I actually kind of like a lot. Yeah, Rainbow Dash is complaining about Meriwell, and they're at a sugar cube corner. Yes. And everyone is saying the stuff that they like about uh, Mary Duell. Applejack's saying, you know, that she's, like, real strong. And Twilight's saying she's smart. And Fluttershy says she's caring. And Rarity says that her outfit's real snappy and nice. Um, and Rainbow Dash is obviously mad about it. That everyone is, uh, you know, more interested talking, in Mary Talking Mary Duell than Dash, yeah. Yeah. She's not the center of attention. She is uncomfortable when not about her. 
<laughs> that, that very much is the Rainbow Dash experience. Yeah. And then we have a scene where she's like helping Granny Smith across the street and her joints do that thing again. <laughs> poor, where they like sound like Smith. creaking metal. Yeah. I'm still gonna think about how AJ said, like, wow, if I sell the gal I can get her new hip. Like, I really do think she needs a new hip. Like, her old hip is yeah. made from like like rusting steel and like an old tire. It sounds yeah, awful like in is, there. It's screaming metal. It's <laughs> it's real bad. Which to be fair is pretty uh, funny. Like I, I gotta yeah. give it to yeah. <laughs> it's true. And she said she didn't want to cross the street in the first place. Yeah, it, you is know this is, this is kind of, of funny, but she's like trying to force her across, which is like I know that Granny Smith's old and decrepit, but like she is an she is an Apple family member. Those. You, you can't knock those ponies over with a pail of water. Those are sturdy horses. So Dash is like struggling to push her across the street. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I like that that Grace was just smacks her in the face with her little handbag. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, yeah, she just mm-hmm. fucking hits her. <laughs> and then in, in Dash's further desperation, she's trying so hard to find ponies in distress which you think wouldn't be that hard because just on a previous expectations of this episode everywhere is a place of distress but no she uh she finds this unicorn i think oh gosh th- this background plays a name too i'm forgetting her she's a library color um, amethyst something amethyst star amethyst star that's it i know my background ponies first sure. try uh she's struggling to open a, a jar of peanut butter with her horn and it just re- really having a hard time. So Dash is like, um, I'll take it from here. And immediately Amethyst is like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, she has mm-hmm. a hard time trying to open. She's like biting at it. And then <laughs> Amethyst does a little tap of the, the peanut butter jar on the side of a fountain. And it like opens immediately. Yeah. It's a pretty and good it, bit. It's, it's like a it's really actually, drawn out. Like, yeah. It's probably my bit. favorite part of the episode. And, and Dash is like, well, all right. Don't you have anything to say? And, and I like that she's like, Aren't you milking this a little bit? Like just bluntly telling her, like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's it was it's very very yeah, good. It's pretty it's pretty good. Uh, and then she, what happens next? She I'm finds sorry, a lawnmower. <laughs> she oh, just finds a yeah. nearby lawnmower in this park and just mons all the lawns and says like, "I've saved that grass from weeds." And then everyone, there's just a group of like parkers. They all look at her and are just like, "Okay," like <laughs> just nonplussed. And then yeah. Dash Dash goes to mope on a storm cloud because because God forbid anyone not be impressed by her goings on. Like, mm-hmm. how, here's my thing about the scene: Are we supposed to be empathetic for Dash? Because the framing of it feels like, oh, poor Dash. No one's thinking about her. Where like, I I don't feel that. Way. It, I don't it, think am I going, so. Am I going crazy? No. no, it's just supposed to show that like she's like emotionally pretty like low she's like man this sucks nobody's talking about me she's got such an ego but also like oh my god she's poor i do actually feel bad that dash has such she's got really bad self-confidence issues you know yeah she does yes oh my lord honey like whatever way Mm -hmm. you're going about this isn't the way (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh, and then Scootaloo calls her down off of the rain cloud, and she's like, oh, thank God, the one person that I know uh, cherishes me above everyone else. And then she starts talking about Mirduel. Which is just really the ultimate blow, because let's be honest, at this point, Scootaloo doesn't know how to talk about much of anything besides Rainbow Dash, so... It's true. Maybe Mirduel will adopt Scootaloo instead of Rainbow Dash. 
I think that'd be for the better. <laughs> At this point, yeah. It's like a little, like, th- they're going to a little, like, thank you ceremony. Yeah, they say specifically the thank you parade. It's like, aren't you going to come to the mm-hmm. thank you parade? And, and Dash is like, hell no. And and then she's like, all right, bye. And Scootaloo leaves with the gang. And so she begrudgingly follows behind as they, uh, our, our beloved Mare Mare has set up the thank you parade, which this doesn't really look like a parade but more of a just a yeah presentation. it's it's sort of like a little yeah it's sort of like a little like thank you sort of like key to the city kind mm-hmm. of yeah uh event hey and there's something and i also, want to point out about this yeah. yeah hey so the crowd is holding up these signs of like yeah marriage well yeah and some of these posters are like stark black and red and they look like i guess like batman the animated series like, that's what mm-hmm. it's making a parody of, right? Yeah, that's like, definitely that... what they're, like, trying to parody yeah. in this episode. But it's so jarring when you, like, black is never used as a color in this show, unless it's mm-hmm. for the eyelashes and pupils. Like, even looking at this scene, like, the poles holding up the sign are, like, a very dark gray, but to see proper black is like, whoa, oh, okay. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's actually stark. really cool. <laughs> it's a it great is. piece. Like, like this episode does some nice things with design, and I'll, I'll give them that, you mm-hmm. know, so... Yeah, it def- uh, it's definitely like striking, mm-hmm. which is it, what it's, it's supposed it's really, to be. It's really, really neat. But and of course, that's accompanied with like the Batman-like music there. Yes, yes, absolutely. So now Dash and Meridwell are are face to face, and she starts confronting her about you know like what are you hiding? Who are you under that mask? And like starts trying to chase her down, and she like they get like lost in some alleys, and hey, Meridwell's like. Know what? I love these these look at the back alleys of Ponyville. There's some fun mm-hmm. sets here. I like seeing yeah. these like corridors. Like Ponyville is such fun architecture that I'm like, hey, it seems kind of fun. Yeah, no, it's it's there's a lot going on. Um, and she finally corners her and pins her and takes off her mask. And who is it? It's, it's fucking Pinkie Pie, bro. Pinkie Pie the Alicorn. Pinkie Pie's an alicorn. <laughs> The mysterious no. Mare Duel herself. No, uh, other Mare Duels start coming out from the woodwork, and it's mm-hmm. Twilight and Applejack, and they reveal that it was it was all five of them. Yeah. Um, well, maybe except know, I don't uh, think uh, I don't think Rarity ever dressed up because uh, she emphasized that she sewed the costumes. Yeah, that's true. Which I just she like, sewed... you know, certified cosplayer Rarity uh, feels pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Which hey, we, yeah. we saw we saw a rarity cosplayer at Trocon, and that was pretty cool. I liked seeing it was that costume. really cool. There were lots of talented yeah. cosplayers there. There were yeah, there were so many talented people at Trocon. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that they point out is something I actually was like thinking earlier in the episode, and it's really <laughs> interesting that they confirmed it. So- uh, it was when the carriage was careening down. Uh, and they like she like mysterious Mary Duel like bucked it to a stop. In the back of my head, like I wrote it in my notes, I was like, why are they always like how are they here every single time? And I'm like, God damn it, did they bring Pinky Sense back? And they, they did. did. They did. Which also here's the thing. Fascinating. I don't, I don't hate Pinky Sense as a as a concept. Like it's like mm-hmm. very much just like a it's a we, we got Spider-Verse on the brain. Cause Echo finally yes. saw it. Yes, and, I did. Holy God, I want, I've seen it twice now. I want to see it a third time. It's so good. <laughs> it's very, very good. Oh, yeah. A brief tangents. Have we ever talked about our previous podcast idea before doing this one? 
Oh yeah, we wanted to read every single uh, Spider-Man comic. Uh, and our and... Discord that we're recording this in right now is called Spider Them. Uh, yeah. Parentheses name permanent because she refuses to change the Discord name to Friendship is Content, so it's just Spider. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we love Spider-Man. Before we settle all this, we were very heavily considering tackling the world of the comics of Spider-Man, so. Oh, no. That's true. That's just fun. Um, but anyway, no, but like, yeah. I don't have an issue with Pinky Sense. I just hate the episode feeling Pinky Key. <laughs> yeah, feeling Pinky Key is just, it's bad. But yeah, like, once the... you're sparsely here, it works. It, I think it's cute, you know? Yeah, yes. Uh, the five of them each participated. Rarity did the costumes. Twilight did the like the dam with the magic. Mm-hmm. Pinky saved them from the like falling buildings because of her Pinky sense. Apple Dash, Apple Jack, Apple Dash did the <laughs> shut up. Did the carriage one and then and you know what, you know what I liked Fluttershy, that Apple Jack did specifically. We, what is that? She says that she stopped the carriage bus with these babies, and she flexes her back legs and calls them. Bucky McGilligutty and Kicks McGee. She's right, named her right. bucket legs, and that's <laughs> Applejack's insane. I love her so much. <laughs> Applejack is wild. I also like that Fluttershy's one yeah. contribution was doing a flyby just to prove she, the terraria, just to prove the Rainbow Dash that like she could also fly. Yeah, she didn't save anyone. She just did to flex, which I think, hey, that's a little funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the episode is Spike, who's like, I already wrote you a letter, Rainbow Dash, since I'm your ghost writer. And then Rainbow Dash goes, look, it's a real ghost. And it scares Spike and Pinky. And then she winks at the camera. And that's the end and of the, the episode. the episode ends. That's it. It's fucking stupid. And he, can I read you what the what the moral <laughs> is? Since we don't get an actual letter. We just don't get yeah, a letter. Please. Please uh, read the moral. Well, Twilight Sparkle says, what we're trying to say is it's great to be really good at something. But it's important to act with grace and humility. Uh, hey, you know what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> I do, because I'm thinking, I've been thinking of the entire episode. This is just Trixie again. And instead of chasing her out of yeah. town, they're just like, no, oh, you, you little scamp. Like, again, mm-hmm. I think she's acting way worse than Trixie. Like, she's actually endangering people's lives with her ego yep. in this episode. Yep. Like and here's Trixie the thing. only ever embarrassed people, and uh, Rainbow Dash at one point almost didn't save someone because she had time to sign more autographs. I just Woof. man. Here's the thing. This episode is actually pretty divisive in the fandom, and kind of always has been for that reason alone. And a lot of people straight up just hate it because they say that it makes Rainbow Dash look bad, which I kind of agree. Like. I, I don't know how to unpack the ring of this. I just hate this episode because I think it's mid as fuck. <laughs> I, this... I, could, I could care less how they frame Rainbow Dash because I feel like this actually isn't that far out of character for her. No, absolutely not. At least from what we've seen of her. Like, we haven't had a chance to see this be a flanderization, you know? Like, we're like, yeah, I guess that works, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, early, enough, it's early enough on in the show that it's like, this is her character developing like this is her still learning Mm -hmm. to like you know nobody is like starting off the series knowing everything and having no problems like this is her learning to not let her ego get the best of her which she never really learns but whatever yeah um and i just but no it's this episode in character for everything we've seen this episode just i feel bad it just does not work for me like 
Uh, do we want to wrap it up with? Yeah, with please. Our... Okay. Uh, do I hear how I would change this? Because there's a there's a lot. Uh, honestly, I, I actually <laughs> wrote my notes. What wouldn't I change? Um, I feel like this episode has weird pacing issues because it's so often just someone's in trouble. Dash has a superhero complex, saves the day, repeats. It, it's it, this happens like six to eight times. It's so much. Um, I think it needs to build up a little bit slower. I think that maybe she accidentally saves one, you know? Not like, oh, never fear, Rainbow Dash is here. I think, like, what if she, it starts with this careening hill, and she just happens to be there and is like, oh, wow, watch it, kid, I got you, and then the praise, and she's like, oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah. And she just slowly tumbles into this greatness and sticks with it, letting her ego grow a bit with each occurrence, and not just... It doesn't grow more and more and more, it feels like. It's kind of just the same ego she's had this whole time you know like i feel yeah. like there should be a build up to it um and, I, and, and I not agree. just that it starts um, really high at the beginning mm-hmm. and i i guess again with like the trixie thing is like why didn't the main sex approach her about this ego like they talk to each other like wow it's kind of good into your head i feel like they should have been more upfront especially like i think they should emphasize like how dangerous she's being like i feel like it would be mm-hmm. smart of the main six to be like hey, we care about you. We don't want you to get hurt. And we think it's great that you're doing, you know, something to help all these people in danger, but it shouldn't be put on the shoulders of one person, you know? Yes, I agree. I just, there's, I feel like there's so many directions that this episode could have gone, but we have this and I do not like it. I don't, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I just don't. No, I agree. People are going to be really mad at my grade. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, before I rate it, what would you change, my friend? Um, I agree that it should be, like, a gentler slope as far as her ego goes. Um, I don't know. Like you said, pacing issues, like, maybe less. Like, there's so many things that happen in this episode, and they don't all And yet so little, right? Like... And yet so little. It's so... We didn't need this many scenes of her saving the day and then being praised repeat like we get we we get it you know like kids aren't stupid Mm -hmm. they got the message like on round two you know yes agreed do you want to go first for the grading or no tell tell me yeah i would give it like uh i'm torn between a c plus and a b minus that high are you sure i think a c plus are you sure the thing is c is my baseline (laughs) yeah c is middle of the road and it's funny. I like some of the stuff that it does. I like the uh, aesthetic of Mirduel. I like the parodying of like Batman the Animated Series. I think that all in all, it's just the most egregious thing about it is that it's mediocre for me. It's it it's never outright bad. It just drags a little bit. But like, that's not really a crime. I don't know. There's some funny stuff. I think Mirduel's design guess... is really neat. I just, I wish that those positives could outweigh the general vibe and pacing of this episode for me. Uh, what would you no, rate <sighs> um, uh, Hey guys, I'm sorry. D plus. Damn. <laughs> really, I really don't like this episode. <laughs> A full letter grade lower than me. I know, I know. I'm going to be, maybe I won't be crucified. This episode was not super fun. People seem to not like it, yeah. So, but man, I just... I'm sorry. It just doesn't work for me. Like, how I I try to imagine, like, if this scenario was replaced with a different main six who I might like a bit more, I still think I'd rate it the same way. It just... 
it oh, feels yeah, like, no, it's it not just a feels dash like nothing. Issue. Yeah. It just feels like nothing to me. It's like mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but the pacing in this episode is sort of the same as May the Best Pet Win for me, and it's it's just boring. And that's fine to me because May the Best Pet Win hits so much better for me, but I feel like it's I don't know. I think the song, uh, song was very, very nice to break up the stuff. I we saw more locations. I feel like we get it gets a little samey here. Um, yeah. And I like a bit of the humor a bit more, but that's so subjective that like I can't I can't be mad at you for rating it higher. Yeah, you know? it's it's the idea of like there is a thing happening. There's a thing. There's a thing. There's a thing. There's a thing. Mm-hmm. And then the outro. And it's well, like, here's okay, the thing. Sure. Here's the thing about May the Best Pet Win is each of the pet competitions are different. You know, we get to see different characters doing different things. That's true. Just, it's a lot this more. This is just, yeah. someone's in danger. Wow! I'll save the day. Aren't you guys gonna be proud of me? Yippee! Like, it's... And I know, like, they do the careening down the hill twice. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, they do. You know what? I wish, they, I wish they would, like... I, like amp up the comedy of that a little bit more of being like what if they just did the hill three times yeah just like little you know. thirds they did it a third time and then someone pointed out that this keeps happening that would have made it a yes. little bit more yes like um, like bearable um and that's that that's mysterious marriage well i guess it's um like i said it's one of the episodes of all time yeah it it definitely yeah, there were <laughs> there's not there's it? not a whole lot to say about it. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to talk about an episode that uh, isn't terrible? I I would love to. I this this feels bad. I love this episode, and I feel bad that it's stuck between these two that are <laughs> a little unfavorable. Because man, it's I like this episode. It's a little palate cleanser, and we get to see your girl so much. I do get to see my girl. It's a rare, we get to see her, we get we get a rarity episode. It's true. It's true. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into Sweet and Elites. It's a rarity episode. We're we're having yeah. a nice respite between the pain of. <laughs> yeah. Don't let's have a let's have a nice little break. Would you care to give us the 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 long and short of it, the little summary, my friend? Absolutely. Uh, Sweet and Elite is a rarity episode where she is invited to Canterlot. I I think it's just like sort of as like a retreat right like she i yeah, know she's it's, working it's, it's, on it's declared as a visit just a brief yeah. visit it's kept it's kept fairly vague mm-hmm. she wants to spend the time there making twilight's uh, birthday dress because her birthday party is coming up but she begins getting enticed by the people the ponies of canterlot and their uh high society social circles and has to start making choices of how she wants to spend her time and that's yeah. sort of the whole crux that's of kind of, the episode. With a curveball thrown at the end, which is yes. fun. But we'll get yeah. there, we'll get there. So, But yeah, our scene, it starts off with... Uh, we pan out to the Canterlot Castle, and we see that Celestia is personally guiding Rarity into this like beautiful little suite. Like, yeah. this, I, it must be in the castle itself. Um, but what, what Celestia says... Is that Twilight Sparkle said you were coming to Canterlot for a visit and asked if I might accommodate you. So I so think cute. that's really cute. That Twilight's like, let's give Rarity a break. Let's have her have a little retreat in Canterlot. She hasn't had a chance to, like, really spend time there on her own. Mm-hmm. And then they just hooked her up with this sweet-ass room. 
Yeah, besties. It's really, really cute. It's really cute. And this room is really cool. It's like a little chandelier. I know, like I'd stay here. It's like very much like a Disney princess suite. Like a Mm -hmm. like at a at a theme park that would probably cost way too much money. It's got like this like postered bed with with like drapes and chandelier and like a big boudoir with a big mirror. You know, it's it's lovely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is. It's very, very pretty. And it's like all circular because it's at the top of one of the like the big canter lot spires that are all yeah. like white and purple and gold. It's got that lovely purple and gold palette yes. that persists through a canter lot. Yes. So but yeah, no, Rarity's super gracious. She's like kissing her feet, being like, My mom, thank you, thank you. And so I was just like, okay. Um <laughs> We also can I get into my thing? Sure, what's your thing? That could be anything. Is- we have uh, Rarity has an attendant carrying up all of her luggage. He's like a bellboy, in, you know. Yeah, he's he very much dressed as like a bellboy, and in like true like physical comedy fashion, she has like a million bags, and he's like all like crouched and like having to crawl up, and he's complaining. He's like, "Can I put your bags down here, Miss?" But one of the things that I pointed <laughs> out <laughs> is that he's a unicorn. He sure is. And I said it would be really funny if there was, like, a service you could pay for to, like, make the unicorns carry them physically to, like, feel superior <laughs> no, no, to no them. No magic. And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> Counterpoint, what if he just can't use his magic at all? What if he's just like, well, my, oh, my you know, sad. they were saying... Here's the thing. They're saying that, like, unicorns have specialized magic. You know, like, Rarity's got, like, her dousing and, like, stuff. And, and Twilight's got a whole bucket of special things. Like, what if this dude's magic is, like... Well, I know how to crochet real well, but I can't lift things up. That's heavy. I feel like it'd be a bad idea to get into the bellboy job. Well, a job's a job. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, I guess canterlot prices must be pretty high. Like the rent up there, getting an apartment in canterlot. I don't know, man. I'd like to think that in in an ideal world that Equestria, I like to pretend Equestria is, is that they've got universal basic income. I right, wish, please, but please. Uh, like everyone's so happy. I want Granny to Smith happy. needs a Granny Smith needs a oh, hip, and they have to raise money for it. Yeah, so, well, like, clearly it's not like a post-capital utopian society. Miserable, miserable. Fucking Celestia, queen of tax levies, <laughs> sitting on the high. Evil, and... The evil dictator. No, I can't yeah. do this. I can't. I can't do this. Um, whatever. Stupid. That's. Archer, it's kind of, it's cute. We get some, it's It's, yeah, it's just a little it's cold fine. open. Yeah. It's cute. Uh, and then after that, we see, after the theme song, she is sitting in uh, just at, like a little garden table with a big pink sun hat in Canterlot. She's just like out and about and she brings she's also brought opal. Yeah, she's brought opal with her, which is funny. The idea of being like, uh, I'd like to go off for some, you know, for a nice coffee. Uh, also, mm-hmm. here's my cat. Can you get a bowl of milk for my cat, please? Thank you. <laughs> understandable i would immediately uh and then we meet two ponies that come up and just basically immediately start shit talking her and they are the two awful uh ponies jet set and upper crust i believe and, can we take a second a uh, jet set that's kind of a fine name upper crust is so funny to me upper like, crust imagine... is just so on the nose <laughs> imagine naming your child upper crust it's 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 just it's, like you better not blow it for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you better fucking silver spoon it up. It's like we already have silver spoon. That's a baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, and the point of this scene is there is a window washer that recognizes her, and his name is like Turnip Truck or something. Hayseed Turnip Truck <laughs> is his name. Hayseed Turnip Truck. Hey, do trucks do trucks exist also in Equestria? Look, man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, we, I we, we got the dam that's got the electricity, so I guess trucks exist somewhere. If we see, if we see, like even as like a comedic bit, like crude oil. You know, like, striking oil as, like, <laughs> yeah. a funny physical gag. Like, then, yes, trucks absolutely exist in this world. Because there's right. no we'll, other reason we'll pocket, to be... We'll pocket that yeah. remote for later. Unless they're steam-powered. The... Steam-powered truck. I guess. Or, like, electric. They've got the hydroelectric down. We're getting Whatever. into the weeds. We're, yes. Getting into the weeds. <laughs> a hayseed turnip truck uh, is a, a very hick pony who is, like, washing windows. He's got windows some buck in... teeth, and he's got stained wife beater. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, and, like, the big baseball, or, like, the trucker cap. Uh, and he sees Rarity, and he's like, oh, hey, Rarity! And he, like, falls down, and he's, like, talking to her, and everyone is disgusted that she would talk to this Ponyville, like, riffraff trash. But, to her credit, she's very nice to him. She doesn't, you know, yeah. like, brush him off or pretend not to know him or anything. Yeah, she very much is like, oh, uh, you're not being the most socially aware, but I'll be my nicest. And I'm like, mm-hmm. mood. As someone who yeah, bends the conventions, mood. <laughs> yeah, she's very, very sweet about it. And it's it's cute. Uh, obviously, nice, Jet but... Set and Upper Crust don't like that. And they yeah, view and, her and, as... Yeah, and she yeah. gets upset about it because she's like, she wants to set a good impression because ideally, like, Cantalot's where she, like, wants to make a name for herself, you know? Mm-hmm. This is where yeah. people can afford to get her crazy dresses that cost hours and, and thousands of dollars of, like, time and, and materials to make, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, like, this is, like, making it big. Not even, like, Manhattan. It's, like, Manhattan. It's, like, Cantalot is the big, like, social scene that she wants to be a part mm-hmm. of. Uh, and luckily for her, in the next scene, she runs into... Uh, a unicorn named Fancy Pants. A very dapper fellow. Yeah, she's out trying to get dress materials and she runs into Fancy Pants and his trophy wife, Fleur de Lis. <laughs> we need to talk a about very Fleur- pretty horse. Hey, hey, y'all, we gotta talk about Fleur de Lis. She's also apparently not spelled how Fleur de Lis is supposed to be spelled, which is funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Putting aside the obvious, once again, the French, we can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. We can't keep doing mm-hmm. this. We're shoving it's like that the aside. the third episode of the row. <laughs> Talking about the French. Um, but yeah, but... no, for, for perspective, like, okay, Fancy Pants, he's fine. He's like kind of a larger uh, unicorn. He's white. He's got a blue mane, a monocle, and a tuxedo. Look very nice. Uh, Florida mm-hmm. Lee is, is kind of like the showstopper here. She doesn't say a single word, but she's a supermodel. She's got the same kind of mm-hmm. build that, uh, Luna does, where she's a bit lankier, and she's got, uh, she, she's also white, but she has a pink mane. She's, like, eyeshadow, yes. and I, uh, it, it, she, she is specifically just this, like, arm, like, eye candy. Talk about eye yeah. candy. Yeah. Talk so about eye candy. Talk about yeah, eye she's candy. Yeah, she's a, she's a very, very pretty, very lanky horse, kind mm-hmm. of, um... She's a bit more built than uh, Penny Lane, but like the same kind of gen- generally like lanky female build that some ponies yeah. have. Uh, and very, it, very it's, pretty. It's a... Yeah, and it's, uh, I guess uh, uh, the show's art director, Rid Sorensen, I'm just reading this from the wiki, uh, okay. said that the script described Fleur de Lis as a lovely unicorn. So we thought that we should look different from the regular pony models. If I remember correctly, and I might not... I don't think it was a conscious decision to reuse Luna's build, at least not at the design stage. Mm. So it was kind of just, they wanted to make something that looked a bit different. And it works because, oh my god, when this episode was revealed, the fan art 
exploded. Oh, there were so many plushies of her. I there bet. was yeah, and she doesn't talk. I should clarify. This is fancy pants scene. We'll get back to him later. Yes. But Fleur de Lis is just she literally is posing in a new pose every time there's a new shot of the two of them. <laughs> yeah. She's every just shot. the arm candy supermodel for for uh, fancy pants. Just the I I, I don't know. <laughs> No, yeah, she 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 succeeds in being the uh, trophy wife. She's very very pretty. Trophy wife, yes, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's she was you. she was a very popular uh, character back in the day. I actually had someone at Chalkon uh, ask if I planned on making any merch of her because she, she's she's great. Which you is should. again you another should, background you character like a, that says not a word. <laughs> you should make a canter lot sex of like fancy pants <gasps> and flirty. Oh. I could, yeah. Prince Blue Blood. Hayseed hey turnip truck is on there. <laughs> oh yeah, for all those Hayseed fans. <laughs> that gardener with the funny boot hat. The the blank the with no Yeah, the blank blank. Yeah. Where's his spin off really? It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh yeah, this is this is Fancy Pants' scene, uh, and he is enamored by Rarity and her whole deal and like being able to like, you know, her making dresses and shit. Um, and especially that she is being invited, like, she was invited to, uh, stay at the princess's castle. So he uh, immediately and... is like, oh, my word, you seem, you seem like a pony of high class. Like, mm-hmm. he's got this kind of voice. <laughs> and he starts inviting her out to the various social gatherings that the, the upper crust, haha, um, are engaged in. Yeah, mostly just once they're like, you seem, <laughs> we saw you from across the bar, and we yeah. liked your <laughs> Exactly. And they liked her vibe. They liked her vibe. Uh, no, but they they wanted to tag her along, and Verity's like, oh my gosh, wow. So they go to a derby, <laughs> which is funny. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, like horse they go derby to like horses, a... where you race yeah. the horse and you wear funny hats and you bet on them. That's funny that they exist in horse society. That's just a race. That's just like track and field. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's the Wonderbolts. It is the Wonderbolts, yeah. And Rarity, uh, someone says, like, they... I don't remember who they guess is going to win, but Rarity's like, oh, no. Like, there's no way that he's going to win. And then realizes that everyone's looking at her. She's like, oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) Sorry. Because she's, like, trying to fit in in these social circles, Mm -hmm. but also she doesn't really want... Like, she's afraid that if they, like, see her, they'll, like, see through her. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was right about who she thought should win. Or yeah, thought was so going to win. They're like, oh my gosh, how did you know? That's crazy. And then she starts saying, like, oh, well, according to Rainbow Dash. And they're like, who's Rainbow Dash? And she starts to kind of panic. Uh, and, and just says that Rainbow Dash is the Wonderbolts trainer, which is just patently untrue. And she just starts lying. And she just starts lying. Because uh, I feel like we jumped ahead too quickly. Before this, uh, she mm-hmm. was met with an impasse back at her little, her little suite. And was like, oh gosh, I really need to work on Twilight's dress for her birthday, but I really want to go to the Derby. What do I do? So she's just like, oh, I'll work on it later. So she's putting off the inevitable. Right, yeah. And putting off her yes. work by going out and about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is sort of like the beginning of the conflict of the episode where it's like, do I work on Twilight's dress or do I try to engage in like these social, like, mm-hmm. like do I do something for my friends or do I do something for myself? And how do I balance that time? And that's that's kind of just the whole crux of this episode. It's yes. it's a valid debate to have. It's, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal for her. So, uh, but yeah, no, she she's like, oh wow, you, all the people or all the ponies are like, you know, Wonderbolt's trainer. Oh my god, that's crazy. And then all also, of them Rarity kind of is like, based by lying to rich people because rich people don't oh, deserve yeah. the truth. 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but no, and then everyone's clamming over. It's like, oh no, you you have to come to our our like our auction. You have to come to our boat. You all of them are clamoring over. It's like, oh, but Rarity, you're the new hotness, and she's just like, oh god, uh, uh, uh I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, and then get a song we get another yeah. rarity song rarity i forget how quickly rarity lucks out by having not just art of the dress but then becoming popular which is this song uh i i like becoming popular much more as it's a song I, I as a song i still prefer banger. Art of the dress i respect that it's it's cute it's mm-hmm. this feels a lot more grandiose like visually and musically like yeah i, I really like it but hey let's do you want to talk about becoming popular yeah, she's starting to, like, like after everyone starts inviting her, at first she's, like, a little, like, self-conscious about it, but she immediately starts diving into, like, alright, sure, this is this is what I wanted, like, this is the social scene that I wanted to be a part of, and so let's, let's fucking do it, and so she becomes popular, and there's a bunch of it's a, little vignettes. It's a montage, yeah, yeah, of various things she does as she's gotten her new life which i think this is a great way to do montage stuff songs are great for this we didn't need yes, a scene absolutely. for each of these you know i think it's so refreshing after mirror like we could, i was gonna we say like a, it's almost right? like if we had a song during mirror it would have gone by a lot quicker. like yes like we could have had a song for mirror yeah. to do all these events that are growing and I, i'm sure they've got a budget you know for how many songs yeah, they can sure. have per season but like i think it could have helped with the pacing you know it's nice to have all these but mm-hmm. yeah let's let's get specific with it uh, first off, we see her at an art gallery, and she has my favorite outfit on of all time. This is my favorite rarity look. Uh, she this is has why Emily little... wanted to get specific with it. Oh my god, yes it is! <laughs> she goes to an art gallery, and she's wearing a little, like, maroon pink beret, and she has these, like, she has bangs in her hair, and it's been straightened, and she has a little black turtleneck and little slip-on. Oh my god, you guys. Guys, I love it so much. <laughs> You understand it's, now why I love Rarity so much. I get she's it, so, but like this is so pretty is, and cool. I straight up, if this is how she looks, like if she like her focus was on being just like the arts pony, she would probably be my favorite. Like if she looked like this all the time, Mamma Mia, I love her so much. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, like we're at an art gallery. We have some funny parodies of Picasso paintings and Salvador Dali. It's mm-hmm. pretty pretty it's, funny. I like that. It's really really funny. Yeah. Uh, like she goes it. to the auction. She she's she's got different outfits for like each of these cuts. Very very wacky. None yeah. of them is as good as the art outfit, if you ask me. But I agree. No, I agree. Yeah, no, she's having she's having like hors d'oeuvres. She's having auction. She's going to auction. She's, she's at home at the opera or on a fancy yacht. Specifically, those are the lyrics. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we one of the shots she's wearing her dress that she wore to the gal that her friends made. So that's cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see there's this one shot that's like a it's zooming out tiled ponies of Cancerlot, and I want to talk about this because uh, one okay. great wallpaper material. You saw so many yes. people using this the wallpaper, uh, oh, but yeah. there's a few familiar faces. There's uh, there's photo finish. There's Sapphire Shores. <laughs> there's Hoity Toity. Like all of our previous ones that she was like run into. Uh, there's also a little a little sneak peek. Derpy. A little, there's a little derpy snuck her way. She's got her paper bag hat on. A little derpy. I love and her paper bag hat. I know. What a great little Easter egg, you know, because there's yeah. always so many faces to look at. It's like, ah, why, why not? Let's put her in. That's mm-hmm. cute. That's cute. Derpy detective. That's very cute. Uh, and there was something else I wanted to talk about before the song starts wrapping up is uh, 
Rarity breaks the like champagne bottle on a boat, you know. Yeah, I want to talk about this too. It's a fucking airship. It's an air yacht. It's an air yacht. Yeah, it, what the it is? It's like a little boat. Looks like a but whale. Yeah, there's like a a giant like zeppelin balloon. It, it's a, it's almost like a hot air balloon combined with a zeppelin. Fucking the it's, it's so cool in the art direction for it's neat. It's all like yeah. lineless and gradients and it's got those candlelight purples and gold. It's, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like what, what a thing wild. to reveal just during this segment, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we have fucking air yachts. It's like a big boat. It's got like fins on the sides that like paddle mm-hmm. and then the balloon above it is like I said, like a big fucking whale with like a tail and like an eye and it's like a more playful version of something that would be in a Studio Ghibli movie, you know? Yeah. It's very much one of those aircrafts that don't particularly exist, but could make sense in the right world, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's so cool! And then Rarity returns back to her back to her suite, which I guess people have been partying. There's like confetti and shit in there, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Growing more and more tired... And Opal's tapping aggressively at the sketch that she's made for Twilight's dress, and she's just completely forgetting about it in the first place. Yep. Yep. So she's back in her room, and she's starting to pack up. She's like, oh god, I really gotta get back to Ponyville. I, I, I've spent too much time here. I haven't forgotten anything, right? And then a little invitation slides way under the door, and it's an on, it's an envelope with an invitation from Jet Set and Uppercrest. The, the, the rude snooty little assholes from earlier that were looking down on her so she's like wait for me so she's like she's hitting her that it's like she's made it she's has even the people that were looking down on her want her presence and wander around she's like oh god uh but i, I gotta go to twilight's birthday i still have to make the dress so she's starting to panic and in her panic she takes a deep breath and just continues lying she writes another letter yep. uh, she writes a letter back to twilight saying my dear Twilight, I'm afraid I won't be able to make it to your birthday party tomorrow because... And she's like, uh, 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 my poor Opal's ill. And makes up this lie that Opal Essence is sick and that she can't come back mm-hmm. home. It's like, oh, no, sorry, an emergency. Um, <laughs> and then the poor, the poor, uh, valet pony's back, which apparently I think his name is Bags Valet. That's a little funny. That's, that's, well, one of them said Porter. Wait, Really? Yeah, hovering over one of them says Porter. Hmm. Whatever. Our 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 funny little scrawny dude. Uh, it's like so. Uh, <laughs> does that mean you don't need me to bring down your bags? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, thank God. He's like, I just need help unpacking them. This this <laughs> this poor unicorn can't get a fucking break. Yeah. No kidding. Uh. So then, she she goes, "What was me? Oh well. That that's that." Uh, yeah, and it cuts ahead passes. to where she's mm-hmm. to where she's going to go to the uh, garden party for Jet Set and Upper Crust, and she decides that you know, like she'll do the dress a little bit later. And as she opens the door, all of the all of her friends Surprise! have arrived. The yeah, rest of the main six are there. They're like, "Oh my gosh, we're so worried about Opal. Where you, you know, what are you doing? We could bring the party here because they don't want to leave behind their friend, you know." Mm-hmm. And then uh, is a cute bit where it's like, uh, you know, balloons are super easy to pack. So she like opens up this uh, this uh, suitcase of her inflatable balloons, and one just like f- like deflates right against Verity's chest. It's it's good. Um, it's very funny. But yeah, so they're like, yeah, we can just move the party here. It's fine. You know, they're super understanding as as they would be. You know, it's like, wow, that's our right, best of friend. 
And I mean, clearly Twilight has an in. She grew up in Canterlot. Celestia herself was like, yeah, Rarity can stay in her nice suite. Like, so I can't imagine it's an issue to be like, oh, can we can we stay here for the for the weekend? You know? Right. Absolutely. So, and Fluttershy so now, asks yeah. about uh, Opal. And Rarity's like, oh, yeah, she's sick. And, like, shuts the door in their face and then goes and, like, dunks Opal in the <laughs> yeah. fucking bathtub. Because it flashed like, yeah, actually. It's so like, sick. oh, where's the poor thing? I can, you know, she's the animal helper. She could probably help. So then mm-hmm. Rarity's like, give, give me a second. Just dunks her into the shower and it's this miserable, sopping wet thing. And Flourish's like, yeah. you look awful. And then Opal's like, I'm gonna kill you. Like... <laughs> It's it's pretty good. And Twilight sees her half finished dress and is Which is just a like yellow sheet with a pink ribbon, you know? It's Yeah. Not much. She's like, it's so simple, it's so practical, it's so me because, you know, I mean it's Twilight. Twilight. She doesn't doesn't, Yeah, she doesn't need much to be happy, so you know, Rarity really lucked into that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then they head to Twilight's party at the castle. And it's the, it's the same ballroom that was in the uh, the gala. It's got the big alicorn statue in the middle. But instead yeah. it's just reserved for them. It's just the six of them. Yeah, it's really cute. Uh, and to set up the, the decorations, mm-hmm. uh, we need to bring up something important. Here we go. <laughs> this! Fa- fa- semi-fandom tangent. Because it, this is canon. Like, this is... It's it's a pseudo phantom tension. Uh, this is the first appearance of the party cannon, which is this little blue cannon with pink wheels and flowers that Pinky uses to just launch whatever she desires. You know, it is yeah. her. As we you know, we're talking about uh, Spider Verse. How there's Hammer's face, where it's like cartoon. Pull it out of your pocket. Like, don't worry about where it came from. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this yeah. is her giant cartoon in a pinch thing, and it's the party cannon, and this. It's like her signature thing. Like the artists took it and ran with it. There's uh <laughs> um there's back in the day there was a like a, a dubstep album called Knife Party, like an actual like like non-brony musician. Uh and then there was a big brony collaborative called Balloon Party that had like the party cannon on the cover. That was all specifically like pinky themed dubstep. Um That's fine. But no, the party cannon has appeared in every season since. It's in the movie. It's it is just it is her thing. Like, you can get a little toy of it that you can launch a rubber chicken out of. This is Pinky's, like, signature <laughs> thing is the party cannon. So it's kind of, it, it doesn't seem like much, but it's a big deal. Like, oh, this is the first time it shows up. So. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, and so they start Twilight's little party. You know, they've got, like, cake and confetti and little party games. Uh, and just outside... <laughs> Yeah, doing a little conga line. And just outside uh, is Jet Set and Uppercrust's garden party because it's at the castle. Mm-hmm. It's at the Canterlot Gardens. Mm-hmm. And Rarity realizes that if she's very careful, she'll be able to, like, step away and go to the garden party and then step away and go back to Twilight's party and just try to juggle both her social life and her, like, her professional social life and her mm-hmm. personal her, social like, life exactly like she wants to spend time with her friends because she loves them but also like she wants to get up in the world she wants to make these connections and this newfound respect i'm sure feels great for her you know mm-hmm. exactly so then then begin the shenanigans we're, we're going back and forth yeah. there's a bunch of rowdy music playing 
Uh, it's very, <laughs> it's just, once again, certified weird girls up over in the actual main sex party. They're making a mess, and Rarity keeps making all these excuses like, Oh, uh, I'll be right back. Uh, I need to use the, the little Phillies room. I, I need to go this way. Uh, and eventually catch, catches up to her, um, where Rainbow Dash is like, Hey, what's up with the croquet mallet? And she's like, what croquet mallet? <laughs> she just has the croquet mallet from the garden in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And is starting to lose track of which party is which, so. <laughs> yes, yeah. And Twilight confronts her and is like, Rarity, were you at the garden party? I'm surprised by you. And she's like, I didn't realize you were such a savvy business pony. And again, just lifts her up. It's so nice and way more understanding than she has any right to be, you know? Yeah, Twilight is gassing her the hell up. She's like, that's wonderful. All of them look so posh. Like, that's, I bet you could absolutely get them to buy some of your dresses. I get Mm -hmm. it. Very smart, she says. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's like, yeah, you should absolutely go over there and mingle. It's okay. I don't mind. Uh, and then so and... naturally kind of you know she feels a little sheepish at this moment where it's like oh gosh you should have just been honest this whole time you know yeah and then rainbow and... dash is well we're your friends so we can also go check out the party come on every bony and, <laughs> and then... the main the other main six uh move out into the courtyard mm-hmm. and start uh quote-unquote enjoying the garden party yeah i like that there's a shot of pinky everyone's rushing around then pinky's like tail and also bringing the party cannon to this extremely quiet socialite party mm-hmm. uh and then yeah. the shenanigans happen it's with the conga lines back the music's way too loud <laughs> Rainbow Dash is going to decapitate someone with that croquet mallet. It's, I don't think she quite yeah. knows how to, how to play that. I, I like what Fluttershy's up to, particularly in this scene. She's just she's just sitting in a tree with, like, exactly 50 birds around her. She's just, yeah, like, she's like, hanging she's out like with throwing, the birds. like, treats or millet or whatever to them, and it's, like, getting on all the ponies below. Yeah. <laughs> just making a, Pinky's a like, giant mess. Pinky's, like, shoving her face into the cake. Um, Applejack says, like, why is nobody gardening? It's a garden party. So she's covered in mud and she's, like, pulling out weeds. And then, then we have to star the show, everypony. My, so, okay. Here's my (laughs) fandom tangent. Yeah. There is a post that I am going to retweet, probably onto our main account. Mm -hmm. I think we might have already, but we can do it again. We might have. I'm going to do it again. Where it's this shot of Twilight dancing in her little simple dress, and the caption is, Look, girls, I'm gonna hit that yoinky splanky. <laughs> and I think of it so often. It is my most thought of, like, my little pony tweet. Did that start it's from a so Germa thing? Funny. Was that a Germa thing where they the kept yoinky asking splanky? him? Yeah. They kept probably. asking him I don't know, to hit probably. that yoinky splanky, which just is nothing, is a nonsense word. So Germa starts making up a thing. I don't know. Yeah, Probably. Twi- it's, Twilight it's from dance somewhere. like a complete idiot, and it's fantastic. Yeah, she's a lunatic. Like, and it's there's rad. no rhythm here. She's kind of just flailing wildly. There's like, she's dancing so hardcore to this, like, gentle music, and the rest of the socialites start backing away slowly, like, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, and Rarity knocks back a cup of punch like it's alcoholic. She's like, I need the drink so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really funny. And eventually they get, uh, Twilight gets confronted by Fancy Pants about her dress. And Twilight, of course, gassing her up is like, oh, of course, of course I'll tell you who made my dress. She's my one of my best friends and an amazing dressmaker. And she's right over there and points Rarity out. And now she has to, in the middle of everyone staring, reconcile that like she knows these pe- she knows these ponies and she, she made knows that the ones dress, that are just which ruining is- it. 
And, like, the thing is, like, this dress is not up to her normal standards. She's not one to make things no. simple. So this is just a sheet with a cloth. So it's, she's naturally talking down. It's like, oh, you know, that old thing, you know. And, and meanwhile, Twilight's like, oh, don't be modest. You made it. It's beautiful. Cause she loves it for being the practical dress mm-hmm. that it is. So yeah. Rarity has to confront all the lies and the shenanigans. And she has to basically tell everyone, like, you know what? Yeah, these are my friends. I love them. And they are from Ponyville. She's like, they may be annoying and weird and loud and obnoxious, but and they're smelly. my best <laughs> friend and smell and loud and messy. But and they're my best friends and obnoxious. And, loud. and they smell. <laughs> um, and Fancy Pants is like, I think they're rustic. I like them a lot. I think they're cool. I bet everyone will be wanting a dress like Twilight's. He's just like really chill about hey, it. Hey, Fancy Pants is the biggest bro in the world. He's yeah, like, Fancy Pants rocks. He really did. He just was like, you know what, Rarity? I like your vibes. We're best. We're besties now. So he immediately. Yeah. He's not one to care that they're from Ponyville or acting strangely. He's like, well, I like Rarity, and if they're friends of Rarities, I think they're neat. So exactly. and because of his status in Cantor, everyone else is like, oh well. I guess they're pretty cool, so then Jet's an upper crust. Hey, they make a line that I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> like, uh, Jet sets the girl, right? No, Jet sets the guy. Upper crust is the girl. Okay, upper crust, the girl, is like, I want one of those dresses, and then Jet sets, like, you sh- I, I think, think you, you should, should get, get two. two. What does that mean, Jet hey, Set? I didn't even think about that. Is, is, yeah. Because it's clear that these two are either, like, dating or married or very close friends, Right, you know? yes. Maybe they're friends yeah. with benefits. Who knows? There's something going on. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, swingers. socialites are weird. Yeah, socialites are weird. Um, <laughs> So either that implies, like, it's, like, a weird delivery that's, like, you should get two. Or does he want one? Hey. Yeah. I does guess, Jet Set do I guess, drag? Yeah, I guess Jet Set <laughs> just, like enjoys dresses which is just like a really funny line to like put in the middle of this it's such a yes. throwaway line it's and such I was a like, throwaway that we we're like hey, hey, what the wait, fuck wait, does that wait, mean the- i i've seen this episode like, like maybe a dozen times i've never once questioned that line i was like yeah let's get two dresses I'm like now why did you say that <laughs> yeah, wait, hey, 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 i mean good for him if he wants to wear a dress that's based as fuck <laughs> yeah absolutely i just thought it was really weird yes, to just like it just- throw in as like a throwaway line yeah so <laughs> That's that's uh, that. The party ended up going well after all. Little little weird girls and everything. Yeah. Uh, so then Rarity needs to write a letter to the to the princess, but don't worry about it. She's a candlelight. Celestia's right here. <laughs> yeah, Celestia's right there, and she's like, "I'll just you, you don't have to waste paper." So you can just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she writes a <laughs> she dictates a letter. Uh, and says, I learned that no matter where you go in life, you should never forget that you are the product of your home and your friends. That is something always to be proud of, no matter what. Which, personally, that feels kind of a weird message for this episode. I feel like we got I a little buddy along the, the way. I think that's not the same message. I don't think that's the same. Like, I get it. It, did, the, it starts with it being like, we have Turnip being like, I'm from Ponyville. And they're like, oh, Ponyville, bleh. And at the end, she's like, these are my friends from Ponyville. And I like them. But I feel like along the way, we got a little muddied with her message, you know? Yeah, I think that the message of the episode should be like, it's okay to pursue your own, like, it's it's important to prioritize yourself and your goals as long as you don't, like, abandon commitments along the way or, like, and abandon And be true your to yourself, friends. you know? Like, be true to yourself. Yeah. Um, right. 
I don't know. There's a lot of messages you could take from this episode. But I don't know if that's the first one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Honestly, and you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like I would rate this episode higher than what I'm already going to do. And it's already fairly high for me because I really like this episode. If that message was more solid. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get to changes in rating, can I talk about a few just spare, spare notes? Please, yeah. Uh, the first is, you know what I realized from watching this episode is that this is kind of just the gala episode again. But much better, if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, we get those weird girl shenanigans of them in places where they need to be polished, you know. And they are framed in a way where it's like, you know, maybe they shouldn't be behaving that way. And they, they don't get a slap on the wrist for it, but it's very much framed in a, in a, a sense that, hey, don't do not do this at, at, like, formal parties, you you know. Whereas in right, the gala, it's, yeah. there was, who, who gave a shit, you know, they were just livening it up. I don't know, I feel like this is the better gala episode without it being a gala episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Um, you know what I was wondering? Hmm. Is, is clothing a symbol of wealth in Equestria? I think it's like a status symbol, yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Ponyville's mostly naked. Appaloosa, they have, like, a hat or a bandana. People, mm-hmm. like, ponies in Canterlot have a lot of clothing on. They have, like, capes yeah. and glasses and, and accessories and hats and so much more. And I'm like, this is clearly where, like, the wealthy ponies live. So it's like, is this, like, a status symbol? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think it's just to, like, show that you have the wealth to, like, have clothes. Because, like, clothes aren't required. You're a horse. Yeah, you're a pony. Like, you don't pony. need it. You don't need it. Like, I look at the screenshot where Applejack's just, like, covered in mud. She doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a luxury, I think. Yeah. So, just just interesting. But, yeah. Uh, I think, getting back to it, what I would change about this episode is making that final Celestia message a bit... Yeah. Not focusing on the, like, hometown pride. That feels so strange to me. And more about being true to yourself and honest, you know. There, there's a lot mm. you can get from this episode. Uh, what about you? I, I think probably the same. Uh, it's a lot more, like, extrospective rather than introspective. It's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be embarrassed of the people you're around. But it should be more, like, about, like, the pursuit of her goals, I guess. Like, she wants yeah. to cultivate these new relationships. And, like, that shouldn't be... That isn't the issue. It's the fact that she was, like, abandoning the things that she yeah, was Yeah, it was trying to figure out that balance and lying to the yeah. six. Like... Honestly, like, I feel like she isn't reprimanded enough for lying to the to the rest of the, the gang. Like, hell, do they even know that she lied about Opal? Did the, do they actually say that? I don't think so. I don't think that, like... Like, I get it. She was just, like, scared of what they would think. I think that if they wanted the message to be, like, don't be embarrassed of where you come from, I would have made uh, Fancy Pants an asshole. Yeah. And then she would have had to stick up for them. And then it would be like, you know, don't be embarrassed. You you know, don't let mm-hmm. society tell you who you should or shouldn't be friends with. But, like, he was just chill and everything was reconciled really, really, like, nicely with a neat bow. So, like, there wasn't even an issue there. She wasn't yeah. embarrassed. Yeah, it, it's I weird that there were, like, all these sides that could have been resolved that weren't. But, um... Yeah. Despite that, I really like this episode. I... The... There's some good comedy... Uh, they, like the overall animation is really good. I like seeing these environments and there's some fun expressions. Uh, and I feel mm-hmm. like the pacing, especially after Meriduel, is so nice. It, like it's the it same is, amount yeah. of time, but it feels like things actually happen this episode. We have arcs, you know. We have different locations to go to and different things happening. And like there's a plot. Like I don't know. It, yeah. 
It really works for me. And I might, maybe this is a little too high, but I'm giving this one a B plus. I was going to give it a B. Hey, all right. You were, you said I was going to be upset at you for rating this. Not. I was thinking head. about, I was considering giving it a C. Really? Really? Is it yeah. just because of that tonal, like the lesson dissonance? It's just, it's, I don't know what it is. It, it's not an episode that like particularly speaks to me and like, um, Becoming Popular isn't really a song that I enjoy or like would go out of my way to listen to. Uh, Art of the Dress is great. I love Art of the Dress. Like I legitimately would just listen to Art of the Dress, but I don't That's know. Becoming, I think I'm the total opposite. Just, <laughs> I'm the total opposite where I don't really, I'm like, yeah, Art of the Dress is pretty good, but I really like Becoming Popular. Like the vocal delivery yeah, of singing voice is really good. I like it a lot, so. Yeah. I'm going to do a B minus. I'll do a B minus. Oh, lost it. That's, a, that's okay. It's hey, right. a B that's is right. still pretty good. Yeah, it's still a B. Hey, you want to know an episode that's absolutely not getting a B? <sighs> okay, this... Alright. Are we gonna... Is this is this one one that people like? Are we gonna get flack for this? Because this I one's don't, bad. I don't this know. one's straight up bad. I'm, so I'm gonna tell you a scared. secret. It's gonna be rated way it's worse. Bad. Way worse. <sighs> Here's this the thing. One... I would rate this episode even lower if some stuff didn't work for me, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Do you want a little spoiler? Yeah, what's up? I can't rate it lower without it getting into Diamond Dog territory. Woof. It's a bad episode. It's I, a bad episode, uh, and just to, like, preface this right now, this is an... <laughs> this is going to be a really weird thing to hear. This is an episode where we're gonna probably talk about kink a lot. Are we? Are We are? Yeah, we are? There we are. Okay, it's, that's not what I was is a. <laughs> this is a really weird episode. This is a weird episode. You it guys. feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh. Let's. Oh, you know what? So we can get right into it. I will give the long and short of secret of my access. Go for the it. The concept is pretty stand. It's pretty pretty fun. It's Spike's birthday, and he gets a lot of gifts. But in, along the way, getting those gifts make him be a little greedy. Which causes something to go awry, and the dragon side of him uh, comes out, to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's that's yeah. that. That's that. And you know what's funny? <sighs> I think this episode could have been saved. I think this episode could have been saved. Absolutely. You know, uh, do you want to hear <laughs> one of my worst takes in the world? What? This episode would have been great if you took Rarity out of it. No! You know what's funny? I agree. Which is full stop. That's what I'm, us, that's what I would change. I would pull rarity from this episode entirely. Completely. And guess what? It would have been I would have rated it way higher, straight up. Like yeah. this could you know what? I'm gonna say this could have been a great episode if rarity wasn't it. Which again, if you don't know about this episode and you're just like, what the, what the hey? We love rarity. <laughs> hey, this. remember remember how we talked about the whole spike rarity dynamic? Mm-hmm. This is the worst example of that, as far as I can remember, unless there's worse ones. This is the episode ruined by Spike and Rarity having the weird dynamic that they have. But let's yeah, let's get into it because you know what I do like. I like this opener. I like the cold open. The, the cold, cold open's, open's cute. cute. Yeah, we're we're in Twilight's little treehouse, her cozy little abode. Uh, she pulls out all the book uh, books from her bookcases and spreads them on the floor. And some cute little like Sorcerer's Apprentice music starts playing, which yeah, is lovely. Yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> 
Uh, so she's organizing all her books and sorting them. It, it, it's really cute. And as she's trying to concentrate, she gets distracted because uh, uh, Spike is, is so stoked. He's got a new little gift just for himself. He, he's been growing, question mark? Um, yeah, I mean, like, aging. crystals can he's been grow. Aging it. Yeah, uh, he's got a fire ruby, and he's got this cool-cut, uh, faceted gemstone ruby that's red. And he says that, like, this little beauty is my birthday present to myself. It's a fire ruby. I've been aging it for mm-hmm. months, and it's almost ripe. And he hits it with, like, a tuning fork, and it, like, resonates beautifully. And he almost drops it, he slips on the books, and Spike's like, Oh, you took my advice! You just used the short, like, the floor is one big shelf. And yeah. That's it's that. just like a cute it's little cute. opening. It's, it's fine. just a cute. I like when Twilight and Spike have these little moments where Twilight's being a little high strung and Spike's just being a little kid. It's yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. No complaints. I'm gonna kind of breeze through some of this because it's really boring. Mm-hmm. Um, after the theme song, the next scene, Rarity comes in and sees the fire ruby, and she wants it, but it's Spike's gift to himself. Yeah, that and was his, so. That was his big present for himself. Yeah, that was his big present that he's been aging for months. And she's like, oh, spikey-wikey, can I please have the little fire movie? And it's like this really weird, like, we get back to that, like I said, like the spike in rarity shit that I fucking hate. We'll have to talk about that much later, but... He is, in this show, he is portrayed as Twilight's younger brother. He is very very much a little kid. He is younger than... In this, especially... In this episode, like, it's mm-hmm. pointed out. He's a very young kid, and she is an older woman. Like, not older woman, but she's, but like, she's, she's like, a young she adult. She has a job. She has a job. She, yeah. You know? She has a job and a mortgage. <laughs> um, and she, he eventually is like, okay, fine, you can have it. And she, like, gives him a kiss on the cheek, and he says that he's never going to wash it. And she's and like, like, that was so generous of you. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, okay, but you were like making him feel like you were gonna die if you didn't have this this gem you know it's like hey it sucks it's like hey good job taking advantage of this fucking toddler rarity really cool yeah aren't you Uh, aren't you the element of generosity wouldn't you learn that it's like you know that's another thing it's like really going against her like core like virtue i don't know it's it sucks it sucks so much and then we fast forward to his party um twilight is setting up the like punch bowl and everything Mm -hmm. and she they're doing like a little funny bit where like he hasn't washed his cheek and she's trying to like get at it and here's what Uh, i want to point out uh she's using her like blink effect on spike as he's running away to like be like a treadmill is this the first time she's used that blink on someone else yes yes this is the first time she's used it on someone other than herself and honestly for the most part when she uses it on herself it's mostly out of anxiety yeah, it's she's. So it looks like she's like physically seeing, getting stronger. Yeah, like just like day by day, she's getting better at what she does. It's, oh, well, that's an interesting aside. Um, it's almost like friendship is magic. <laughs> um, and then she accidentally conjures Pinkie Pie, and it scares him, and gives her the chance to wash off, his, off his gross, gross little cheek. cheek. Yeah. And then we have a really cute scene. A scene yeah. that I really like. Uh, I really the, like this scene. I fucking love this scene. The rest of the main six are here. And they've all brought presents for Spike. Like, they got... Uh, like, let me let me scroll down and see. Um, like, uh, there's more rarity awareness, which I don't like. Like, she makes him a little dress. And is like, I'm going to make dresses for all you guys. 
Uh, which, whatever, we'll get back to that. AJ, like, brought over a little Apple blanket. And, like, knowing Applejack, mm-hmm. it's like, I bet you anything, like, either she or Granny Smith, like, crocheted this for them or quilted it. Like, it looks very much like a handmade present made with love. So yeah. AJ got spiked this nice little blanket. And, and, and Pinky, oh gosh, what did Pinky give him? I don't know if all of the presents are, like, specified. Yeah, because we see, like, a dumbbell from, from Rainbow Dash. Which is that's pretty cute to be like, mm-hmm. here you go, little sport, get some gains, you know. Yeah, and he mentions that every year he only gets one present, and it's from Twilight, <laughs> and it's a book, and she hides the book behind her back. You always see the shot of her getting ready to give the book, and she's like, oh well. <laughs> it's, it's really very funny. much a care, but also like how sad she's like, I only get he only gets one present here from Twilight, and it's a book every year. But now that he yeah. knows the main six, he's got all these friends. It's really cute. It's mm-hmm. I listen on this. I mentioned oh sorry uh sorry just all on this rewatch of the series i i don't understand the spike hate i've kind of grown to like this little guy like he's not my favorite by any means but when you look at him in the perspective of like someone's younger brother like he's cute and you know what he, it is hmm. it is the younger brother effect a lot of us were younger when we were watching this and so we had younger siblings and so it was yeah. very much the idea of like seeing our younger sibling and be like ugh, so annoying but now it's like oh you little scamp come here. yeah yeah <laughs> I no, he's just like a little that. scamp i love him mm-hmm. i think uh, he's and... great and i think there's certain times where he's written really really well like especially by cindy Marr. Yeah. like he's just he's great yeah, and uh, something else I want to mention before we move on is that, you know, it's Spike's birthday, and I just realized the implications of that. Spike's birthday is the same anniversary of when the rest of the main six got their cutie marks. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you know, there's the rain boom, and Twilight's magic hatched Spike's egg. So, yeah. how, how special is that? They're all connected. Yeah. It's, I don't know, that's cute. And I didn't... I didn't even consider the fact that, oh yeah, I guess that's his birthday, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. I also think that it's cute that it's uh, so soon after Sweet and Elite, which means that it's probably like Twilight's birthday hit and then she immediately applied to the school. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was like, she's like, all right, I'm, I'm like the, the correct age now. I'm going to immediately apply to Celestia's school and then hatched Spike. And then hatched Spike. It's really cute. Their new bestie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, there's this cute scene then Pinky's like, well, gosh, you know, your party isn't over yet because you need to go to Sugar Cube Corner because the cakes have a special surprise for you. Yeah. Uh, and so they, we, we stop by Sugar Cube Corner and Spike is so giddy. He's like rocking back and forth. Yeah, at, like, the, he's so he's excited. He's so excited. And then the, the cakes, Because he's like you know, 10. I know. He's, he feels even younger, honestly. He feels like an eight-year-old, you know? Yeah, he's very much around that age. Yeah, but... He feels he, like CMC aged. Or like a yeah. little, like a year or two older than the CMC. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but the Mr. and Mrs. Cake have made a, a special one-of-a-kind cupcake for him, and it's a, a sapphire cupcake. So it, yeah. it's spiked with all these gems, and it's beautiful. And he's so excited, and he, he's carrying it around all proudly, and he almost drops it when he runs into Cheerily and knocks all the groceries over. And he wants to go and help her pick it up, and so he just eats the... He just eats all... He's like, oh, well, I'll just eat it now, you know? Which, yeah. And then he he's so sweet, he helps Cheerily pick up all, all of her spilled groceries, her various produce yeah. items. He's like, oh my uh, gosh, Cheerily, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to run into you. And it's like really, it's just like a really cute scene because he mentions it's genuine his birthday. scene, you know. And and Charlie's yeah. like, "Oh, you seem really excited. What's the deal?" You know, like, "Oh, well, I got this cupcake because it's my birthday today." And the Charlie says so genuinely, "Just like, oh, happy birthday, Spike." And 
she's like, I wish I had something to give you. And she rummages around in her grocery hats and then pulls out this dope ass hat. It's so funny. It's a fucking pure white fedora with a red band and a red and like feather. A, yeah. It is Which one? so ridiculous. Here's, here's what I was wondering with. Cheerly, were you going to wear that hat? Because yeah, that's who's a, that hat for, Cheerly? Who's this hat for? It's not Cheerly's our our little like homely teacher type. Uh, this is bold for her. Like maybe she has a nightclub life that we don't know about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, she gives this hat to Spike and it fits him perfectly. And he's so excited. He's like, whoa, I, I got so much stuff for my birthday. This is great. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then because he's so excited about his, like, hat and getting gifts, he sees this uh, little full lickety split, I guess. He's like a little yeah. brown little brown boy with a little blonde. He's like playing with a bouncy uh, ball. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, oh, I can use my birthday powers to get whatever <laughs> i birth- want and like, like steals cool the ball, ball from him, there. basically did you know it's my birthday and then it cuts to him bouncing the ball he's like <laughs> uh yeah. and then hey brief this is a fandom tangent but only for me this is an emily okay. fandom tangent uh we we go to this scene of a like a, a fountain in ponyville and we see a little background character named june bug uh mm-hmm. And she's so fucking cute. Why did she not blow up the same way that a lot of the other background points did? She's kind of like a, a a cool yellow. Like, it's almost green. And she's got this curly creamsicle orange hair. She has two little saddlebags on her holding a bunch of flowers. And I just... She's yeah. so cute. Her spike, her, her voice is, is a little a little silly. It's like, well, well happy birthday. Sp-. Like, I don't, yeah, I it's really cute. I think she is so cute. And I'm a amazed that she didn't get as much love as she did because i just from design alone i'm really delighted by her she's very very cute yeah i like that's, her a lot yeah that's my emily phantom tangent it's just i like her and i wish we saw more of her mood me with um, pinyline yes Th- these are our our little ponies you know you've got pinyline i've got june bug <laughs> uh and she has uh, a bunch of flowers and spike mm-hmm. is like trying to be like it's my birthday can i can I take some? Can I and, like, have here's the thing, them? Like, Junebug immediately is like, uh, Spike walks up to her and she's like, hey, Junebug, it's my birthday. And Junebug is like, whoa, happy birthday, Spike. You know, just nice, like, happy to see him. It's like, aren't you yeah. gonna give me something? You're like, for a birthday present? And she's like, I don't, I don't have anything, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like trying to like steal shit and Twilight comes mm-hmm. up and is like, fucking stop it. Yeah, like, pulls him by the ear with her magic, you know? being like mm-hmm. cut, cut that out what are you what are you doing Do you, you know like give like a little slap on the wrist you know it's like what are you doing why are you demanding gifts he's like oh my god i was what am i doing <laughs> yeah uh but as she walks away he gets like he he gets like creepy and like <laughs> he has that like lizard thing where like the eyelids go like horizontally yeah like i forgot the word for him but like the residual eyelids and he like hisses and spits out his little lizard tongue yeah. where it's like oh no spike what, what the hell are you doing bud yeah and it's a hard cut to the following morning where mm. twilight wakes up and sees just like a big pile of shit in her living room uh and she's like spike did you take all this i can't believe and like moves it and then we see spike underneath who is now like tall a and lanky? Yeah, he's yeah, like he twice like, the size he was. He's way more like lizard-like. It's yeah, it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And like the hat has like his head has grown, so the hat's mm-hmm. like really hard to take off. Um, and he's and big. Then, yeah, yeah. So he's, Twilight's he's like, uh, what is 
going on. And while she's trying to, like, process the situation, Spike is going around the room being like, Hey, it's a cool globe. Do you want this globe? I'd like this globe. You isn't this? He's like, no, it's mine. So he's just going around trying to hoard various things, anything nearby uh, mm-hmm. to, to add to his little dragon hoard. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of where Emily and I start to diverge in how we view this episode. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, the, the idea is that a dragon will grow based on their horde and like there is a based on their like greed you know yeah there's a yeah there's a like drive to like be greedy and like take things for your horde in order to like grow i don't i kind of love this you guys (laughs) i kind of hate it i kind of love it i think that is such a fun reason like for for me and i guess it's because i have seen more of the dragons later on in the show that they are more like Spike. They are bipedal. They have wings, which Spike doesn't have, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And they aren't monstrous. And I can't. Im- I-, I think that what this episode implies is that uh, I-, I could be reading this completely wrong. But that there's like two paths for a dragon to take. And it's like, okay, they could either start hoarding things and end up like on all fours like a quadruped. And become this giant, like uh, like in Dragonshy, has a big red dragon with a giant mm-hmm. horn that's causing mayhem. Or they, like, are more, I guess, civilized or, you know, more used to, like, modern culture and are able to, like, thrive and do well alongside the ponies by not giving into that, like, greed or, you know. I I don't, I think it's really interesting. (laughs) I think it's a cool idea. I think, I think that, like, that specifically is kind of what I don't like. Like, the thing that specifically got me was, like, using the word civilized because i think that's the point it's like he's like almost degenerating into like he's becoming like more monstrous you know yeah yeah and i don't know i like i dig it get it i i kind of like it (laughs) i don't know it feels it feels weird in a way that i can't articulate like it feels debasing and wrong and like i kind of get that you know I, uh, I guess I for me, it's, I think about stuff like I think it. about stuff like Beauty and the Beast, where it's like you know he's you know slowly losing his humanity and is becoming more and more beast-like as he's giving into like the whims of the castle. You know, like I, it feels like that to me, where it's not something that like is a choice, but it's something where it's like, oh god, they've they've given in, they've they've lost themselves. You know. Yeah, I definitely. I think, think it's neat. It... I, I don't. I but I also see where you're coming from too, where it can almost be like insulting i I don't know i don't know i just really don't i really hate it i don't like it at all and that's fine uh but that makes this episode suck even more for you because the way that i'm talking about this episode i'm like hey i kind of like this i kept watching this and i was like why did everyone why did we like why did we dislike this so much and then the ending hits i'm like oh that's that's why because no i hated it all the way through i'm having fun (laughs) i'm sure having a fun time This is the point where I started being like, oh, I don't like this episode. And then I got to the end and I'm like, no, I hate this episode. (laughs) And here's the thing. I'm singing the praises of this episode so far because there's just some fun things that work for me. This takes a turn. I do not like this episode at the end. So, uh. (laughs) Also, it's about here. I'm not sure if it if it's this scene or not. I'm trying to figure out what scene specifically it is. But in my notes, I wrote, someone on this fucking team is a hypno kink. There is a point, I think, yeah. where we get hypno again. 
And I no, get that, like, the whole... No, they use a little like, a pendulum to try and... Oh, get, like, right. Yes, because here, there's a scene where we go to the doctor. We, we see a little yes. Ponyville doctor, and we've taken Spike, and real quick, you know what I love about this scene? Ponyville Urgent Care. Ponyville Urgent Care is back! Yeah, no, it literally is. Uh, I like that there's a bowl of lollipops, and Spike just keeps reaching for it, like, every five seconds. And Twilight just has to passively smack his hand away. And it's it's a good little recurring bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very cute. Uh, and the doctor diagnoses him with being a dragon. And Twilight's like, we knew that. Like, that's, <laughs> yes. And then he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't help dragons. But yeah, no, during the scene, the, I think there was, like a, like, a hypno thing. And it's like, hey... Someone on the team, hey? I hate to say it, but it's the same guy who did the uh, fucking... It's... Oh, who is it? It's like M.A. Larson. Not M.A. Larson. M.A. Larson's like the main producer of the show. It is M.A. Larson that wrote this one. And they all, uh, M.A. Larson also wrote uh, Return of Harmony, parts one and two, where we had that like heavy <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, this... Listen, I hate to tell you it's this. It's a cartoon this trope. Is... It's a cartoon trope. I hate to tell you this, this episode is the writer's barely veiled kinks. <laughs> kind of over sad. and over. Yeah. yeah I, and I'll uh, get more into it at the end. We will, yep, because I... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for now, let's continue. The doc- Yeah, the doctor's <laughs> like, I don't know, take him to a vet. That's yeah, so like, we, eh. we're at a vet. We this, I really like this little vet pony. She's cute. She's yellow and she's like a uh, white and blue mane and... She, her cutie marks a bunch of critters on her flag. I like her. She's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very <laughs> I, I cute. I like her. Does she have a name? Let's. I mark those. Uh, looks like there. Maine Goodall. That's cute. That's really like, funny. Like Jane Goodall. Yeah, I like Jane. Goodall. Oh, shut up. That's. <laughs> I love her. Hey, this is a good like background Maine Goodall. She's yeah. very very funny. Yeah, there's a lot of good background ponies this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and we're at the vet, and even she's like, I don't know, I don't see dragons, you know, I treat, I, like she says, like, bring me a dog, I got diagnosed in seconds, a snake even faster, like, it's this funny little, like, fast talk she's mm-hmm. doing, but yeah, no, she's, she's never seen a dragon before, and again, like, as you've seen, like, dragons are not a common occurrence in Ponyville, so. Yep, and uh, so Twilight that goes nowhere. to yeah. Zakora. That's where the hypno is, Hi- yes, Zakora does the right. little pendulum thing. <laughs> yep, classic. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's trying to figure out what is going on with him, with Zakora, and she kind of knows a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that's where she describes that it's like, oh, you know, in her rhymy ways, that's, you know, if, if Spike keeps collecting all these treasures, he's gonna get more and more monstrous, you know? Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, and then they turn and he's stolen everything out of <laughs> Every her. Every single thing is gone from Zakora's like, house. Everything. everything. Let me check real fast. Yeah, including her cauldron. Her cauldron is also gone. <laughs> Every single bit. thing. Yeah. And then we see him arguing with the CMC, trying yeah, to like, take Scootaloo's scooter. scooter. It's her mobility device, you it's, it's her mobility aid! <laughs> Which, listen, at this point, Spike absolutely would just steal the wheelchair out from under a pony. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he absolutely would. And so uh, Twilight has to lure him in with a broom. She's like, ooh, yeah. look. And then the, the funny uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice music comes back, you know. The, 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 yeah, because Floating Broom. Yeah, it's full of Floating Broom. He's chasing that, traps him in the house. Uh, doesn't work, clearly. And he, he bursts through the side of the wall with a per- one of my favorite cartoon gags that just never not hits for me. is just a perfectly mm-hmm. spike-shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny every time. It's, it's always good. 
Uh, we cut to AJ, and Spike has stolen every leaf and apple from the from the orchard, just everything. And and yeah. AJ just realizes it's Spike, and it's like, what, what the, what in the fucking tarnation? Who took my fucking leaves? You know? And mm-hmm. Twilight's like, it's Spike, and she's like, that's a good joke. It's like, no, I'm serious. So they they grab a rope and try to hogtie each other, and it doesn't work. They get all tangled up, yada yada. Um, Classic. <laughs> Fluttershy is hiding in a tree with her quote unquote squirrel friends. Yeah, squirrel Which, friends. That's good. That's a good little joke. I like that. Uh, cowering is. for a life. Uh, Spike has completely rampaged through a sugar cube corner, and uh, Pinky, not knowing the situation, is just pelting him with cakes. Which you know, normally you know, it's like oh, you know. It's armory of of cakes you know that'll deter him but now he's just like collecting them and eating them so it's just making the problem worse you know exactly and then he's gone even bigger he's burst through the ceiling of sugar cube corner he's like the size of like two buildings stacked on top of each other Mm -hmm. and of course where does he go but carousel boutique looking for rarity yeah and this is where we take a turn (laughs) this is where we take a turn uh, so he is now enormous, and the bit here where he takes rarity is supposed to evoke, like, it's King, a King Kong. Kong. It's a King Kong. Yeah. yeah. It's a King Kong bit. Like, he is kidnapping rarity, and, like, he's big, and he's putting all of his stuff in a emptied out uh, water like tower. Out, like, yeah. Yeah, he, like, oh, grabs yeah. it he, and it splashes Not just empties out, he empties out the water tower. He, like, plucks it up and it floods Ponyville. And there's, like, yeah, an air... The hey, there's, like, an air raid horn that plays. I'm like, hey, Ponyville, why do you have that? Why have you yeah. needed an air raid horn? It's, it's weird. I mean, we've mentioned tanks. There's history we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the Wonderbolts come in and try to, like, fix it. And, like, Which is interesting because, it. like... I think this is the first time we've seen them as more than just stunt pilots. Like this is almost yeah. like, like a are you they like a military the, force? Like yeah, exactly. They're like kind of like a standing military, like mm-hmm. an air force kind of thing. Like uh, I had mentioned that they were like the Blue Angels earlier, and I yeah. think that's really apropos of where it's like, oh god, you're the best, of the best. Uh, help, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh. So yeah, Spike's massive. He's like a full giant dragon. Uh, he captures I'm gonna the get into it now. in the like <laughs> captures the water bolts in the water tower. Uh and then it's just him and Rarity. And hey, get into it, because this is where the episode loses me. This yeah, is where I'm, I'm get like into it. Yeah, I was I was on board, you guys. Other than the obnoxious beginning where Rarity just takes advantage of a little kid, I'm like, oh, this is fun. I don't remember hating this. It loses me. This is where it okay. takes a turn. <laughs> so my note here, this is my this was my breaking point. Mm-hmm. When he had uh, Rarity and he was, like, climbing the mountain and, like, batting everyone off. Uh, my note that was basically my breaking point, all caps, says, If Spike puts Rarity in his mouth, it's so fucking <laughs> over. Because I wouldn't have put it past this episode. Here's what we've seen so far. We've seen Hypno. We've seen we've seen Hypno. We've, we've seen, seen Macro. TF. Yes. We've seen Macro. We've seen tying up with, with Twilight Applejack and, and yeah. Applejack getting tied up. We've it's it's literally so much. Yeah, it's here's the so thing. So much. And I it's think the from Spike the perspective and of stuff too. Yeah, like here's the thing. From a perspective of a little kid who doesn't know that these cartoon tropes have connotations online, sure. you wouldn't think anything of it. But as a grown adult who has spent many years on fur affinity, it does 
raise an eyebrow. <laughs> this and not is, in a fun this way. Is... <sighs> Jesus. I, I I don't like this episode. The, the the bit here is she's wearing the like fire ruby and she's like, you know, you can't take it because my dear friend Spike gave it to me and it triggers the memory and that's what makes him small again. Because he's like, oh, that was me being generous and like that memory, I guess. I don't know. This episode is so fucking bad. <laughs> and, and here's like, the thing. I agree. This is where it has completely lost me. It's this whole thing where it's like, well, this means so much to me because Spike gave it to me. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It kind of felt like you took advantage of a little kid, you know? Because, like, she yeah. knows that Spike has this big crush on her. There is this... Like... Yeah, speaking of, I forgot the next part is he <sighs> gets small and, like, they're still up in the air and so they they're start falling. They're falling from the sky. And they're, like, straight think they might die, you know? Yeah, and Spike is like, before we die, I have to tell you, I have a crush... And, like, she, like, covers his mouth with her hoof and it's like an, I know... Like, it's fucking and that feels weird. Bad. And that feels it's weird. Bad. I don't like this episode. Uh, Emily, this episode sucks. I know it does, but I agree. <laughs> I don't even like the, like, earlier stuff. I think the reason I, I don't like, like the, the earlier, earlier stuff. stuff is it feels too, like, TF for me for a kid's show. <laughs> and you know I it like feels TF. Like... And you know I like TF. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need it in the kid's show. There, okay, it's there's like nothing. Weirdly, here's the thing. Like, it, it's just a cart. Like this doesn't feel like a like. Oh, this it is feels so weird. Fetish. It doesn't to me. It, it just feels, feels like funny. It feels like funny cartoon no. antics to me. As a writer, who like sneaks shit in, this feels weird. I don't know. I don't feel like it does. But that's uh, you're not the writer, buddy. <laughs> I, it know, feels I know. weird. I'm a viewer. <laughs> I can process. I don't. I don't like it. I, I don't can, like this episode ag- front to back. We can agree it, it ends there, but with... We need, to, we need to talk about how <sighs> it ends. Yeah, just talk about how it ends. I'm done with this episode. <laughs> You're just, like, clocking out early. It um, fucking yeah, sucks. This sucks. Here's the thing. We see Spike and Rarity on this little bridge, and Rarity is telling him just how proud uh, he is of Spike, you know? And give, gives the capes to the friends, like, look, they're all done! And Rarity gives... Spike another kiss in the cheek, and then he jokingly writes a letter to the or like not jokingly he writes a letter to Celestia and says, uh, "Today I learned a great lesson about friendship. You might think that it would feel good to get lots and lots of stuff, but it doesn't feel nearly as good as giving something special to someone you really care about. But I learned that it's truly better to give than to receive, and that kindness and generosity are what leads to true friendship. And that's more valuable than anything in the world." Well, almost anything. And it shows that he's framed the cheek on his uh, cheek, like the, the kiss on his cheek, and it cuts to that. The end. Uh, what a bad, dog shit bad. message. What a dog shit message. Because here's the thing. It doesn't feel like Spike gave that, like, it, rarity. Like, if, if you are a kid and there's an older adult that's like, oh, I, this is so cool. That I really like this. Can I have this? I feel like a lot of kids are going to be like, well, I guess if you really want it, you know, because yeah, because you're an be adult, ins- you're an adult, and it would be an insane thing to act like to a little kid, you know? Yeah. Like I, I just. <sighs> and here's the thing. It's just but, so bad. It's so bad. And when I look at this bridge scene, I feel like we could like a way to improve this episode. One of the many things I do to improve it is to have Rarity be like, "Hey, I know you've got this crush on me, and you're a good kid." But I'm too old for you, you know? It's like, we. this isn't supposed to be a thing, you know? It's like, I care about you and I always will, but this is not a dynamic we can have. But it doesn't go there. 
it just it just stays and uh, they definitely reel back on this whole spike rarity trope as it goes on like in the show because clearly people didn't like this but like oh my god it sucks so bad uh, I, I think about I think about Gravity Falls, right? One of one of the best cartoons ever. Yeah. And how there's Dipper and Wendy. With like and Wendy and Dipper. Yes, and Dipper's like a twelve year old, and Wendy's like what, like sixteen? Like I'm yeah, like, like sixteen or older, like a, a bit around older. That age. And they have this talk where Wendy's like, basically what I just said, like where it's like you're a good kid, and I'm glad to be your friend, but like this isn't a thing we can do, you know? Like you're too young yeah. for me. That's what this should be. I don't care if they're funny fantasy creatures. They're portrayed as a kid and an adult and it feels bad (laughs) yeah like here are the things that i fucking hate about this episode one framing the giving the fire ruby is like a good thing i fucking hate that yeah i think that's i think it's important for someone to be like i've worked hard on this thing and i want to yeah like spike is not in the like he wouldn't be wrong if he kept it that was his absolutely yeah like he worked really hard on that and it shouldn't be the idea of like you know again like the rainbow fish like giving and giving and giving like you should sometimes prioritize yourself it's okay to do that Mm -hmm. um i uh, this fucking episode there was something else i was gonna say and i forgot because i'm just so mad (laughs) we're just in this like fury you know I, like, I'm like seeing white. I hate this episode so much. Here, make the white be rarity. See rarity without Spike anywhere near. Just just your horse swipe. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Honestly, be yeah, I would. The way that I would change this episode is by completely taking rarity. Rarity out of it. needs she's to be, just or, not in it at all. Or here's the thing: if she is in it in a completely normal way, like maybe made a gift just like the rest of them, and what it was not the focus of like her getting this you know big gift from Spike back on his birthday, you know. It just mm-hmm. just treated normally like Applejack or Dash or Pinky this episode, you know, one of yeah. the ponies that helps try to like take because he could still, I think, develop this like funny greed dragon bit on his own, you know, like he didn't need yeah. that inciting fire ruby incident for sure, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, not. Like, yeah. You know, what's funny if I think if that happened, I think I would have like rated this episode super highly like that whole middle bit. I'm like, yeah. what? Why did I hate this episode? This is fun. I like this funny dragon romp this is there's some funny bits and it hits but like oh yeah Ugh, it i also think so <laughs> i remember the other thing i was gonna say it's mm-hmm. that they push the spike and uh, rarity romance really hard and then they literally show like in the episode an allegory for puberty they're like look he is a child yes. because this yes. is what he's going to his look voice, like his voice we did mention that earlier right his voice does oh, get yeah. deeper where it's like mm-hmm. and that feels even worse uh yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. this is what he looks like as a teenager, and this is what he looks like as an adult, and it's like, now he's back to being a child. It's just... I, it's just real bad. It's bad. really bad, you guys. I just... This is a awful... I feel like this is just an awful lesson to teach little kids, you know? Yeah, At the, at the end of the day, this is the show where the funny cartoon horses tell kids, you know, how to navigate life. Here's Here's something you could use in your real life. Don't do this. Don't fucking <laughs> if, do this. If an adult comes up to you and it's like, hey, that toy's really cool. I wish I had that toy. You don't give it to that. You're like, that's that sucks. It's mine. <laughs> I it's just, also like uh, on the adult for like being weird about like, don't fucking don't do that to a child. Yeah. Of course, they're going to give it to you. They're going to be afraid of the repercussions of disobeying exactly. an adult. There is this power imbalance. There's I a just power dynamic. Hate. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. 
I think the whole Spike Rody thing could maybe be salvaged if it was just Spike, like, yearning. And it's like, okay, little kid, you know, easy there. And if, yeah. like, the rest of the Mean Six, like, told him to reel back, like, okay, you have, like, a crush on your teacher, you know. But the fact that right. Rarity reciprocates is really bad. Like, she doesn't even really reciprocate. She just leads him on to get what she wants in this sucks. episode. It sucks because, like, here's the thing. We fucking love Rarity. And that sucks that this is a part of the character yeah. that we just have to deal with for now, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the issue with having multiple writers. Yeah. Sometimes they're just, like, written in, like, really weird ways. And you're like, wow, this episode fucking sucks. And again, I, I straight up almost like this episode. Like... It's so I close, really, and then I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoy the parts where Spike is just a little kid getting presents, and yeah, like, like, it's just oh like a God. really sweet little. It's bit. so cute. It's so nice to see Spike get appreciated after like getting shafted to the side so often. You know, like it's, yeah, it's good. Spike to deserves see him. a little Spike day. Does Spike deserve a little Spike day? Yes. Uh, hey, Rarity, get help. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what do you rate this episode? Well, before I rate that, hold back one second. There is something I want oh to mention. Because, hey, be, be, be nice to me, you you lousy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, it, Violet Pony, our, our, our wonderful musician who does our oh, intro yeah. and outro, yes. uh, does a song on Cutie Marks, my favorite album of all time, called uh, Non-Existent Meat Cutes. Uh, and it's based, it, the entire song is uh, an adult or teenage spike basically venting his frustrations about being led on by rarity and i think that mm-hmm. that's great and super cathartic and i'm like fuck yeah spike you you deserve that you know you this he doesn't deserve to be taken advantage of like man yeah. man i hope that this writing gets a little bit better around spike and rarity i hope so too i think they just Fingers if i'm not crossed. mistaken i think they just abandon it because there is that dynamic Good. you know Good. uh I mean, I guess we do need to remember that this was written, like, over a decade ago, but still, um... It doesn't... It wasn't better back then. It wasn't better back then. Uh, so, rating. Rating. Uh, you you know, we all can tell what we do to change the episodes. Either delete the whole thing, yeah. or just change Rarity's presence in this entirely, you know? Like I this... personally would just rip her out of it. Just yeah. don't even put Rarity... Like, there are episodes where Rarity's not there, just don't put her yeah. in it. Because, again, I think this could work. I think it's a funny concept. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's my, my rating. You know how I yeah. rated Marriage Well D plus? Yeah. I'm retroactively putting that at a D, so I could put this at D plus. That's wild. This is a D minus for me. <laughs> That's valid. I would rate it lower if that middle stuff of Spike being appreciated and that funny growing adventures weren't so good for me. Uh, and honestly... I, I feel like this should say something about how bad the ending soils that for me. Because I could rate this a whole yeah. lot higher with how much fun I have in the fun beginning and middle. This is, it really is, it's like a showstoppers thing for me. It, it almost even more sour, mm-hmm. really. Where it's just like, wow, we almost had something here. Yeah. Here's how I would rewrite it. It would be, Rarity isn't there, and rather than him coming back from the fire ruby it would be like something like twilight's book you know the idea of like oh these gifts weren't given to me out of greed they were given to me out of love kind of thing and yeah like, he remembers that like cute. the love it would have brought friends. back that little cuteness in a nice little bow instead yeah. of it just being like wow rarity was so so nice to me for letting me yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, ex- like trying to steal one of the one gifts that, like, he 
rebuffed at the beginning because he's like oh she always gets me books and then like seeing that book and like almost wanting to rebuff it again even though he's like greedily collecting his hoard and being like oh this was a gift out of the love of my friends these gifts aren't being like gifts aren't taken gifts are given, given. out of love yeah and then and that like would be his like that could have been put in like a nice little bow yeah that's how i would change it man this is but what Womp a brutal womp. little sandwich of bad we've had. Uh, you know, I remember I made yeah. a note. I, I made a note that just says asbestos bread. And I'm like, that's why. Because we made a sandwich. Oh, where, yeah. Where Sweet and Elite was, hmm, that looks pretty good. There's some nice cheese in there. Like, oh, it's pretty good. And then I looked at the bread that made this sandwich. I'm like, oh, it's made of asbestos. This is asbestos bread. I shouldn't, be eating, this. I shouldn't yeah. be eating this at all. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. Uh, yeah. But this is probably the last that season two is bad, right? Like, from now on, we're back into, like, think... the good shit. Because, uh, yeah, no, looking at the rest of the episodes, like, uh, next time on French Booth Content, uh, we cover Hearth Swarming Eve, which is a Christmas episode with a surprising amount of lore. Holy shit, yeah. we could have so much to say. Uh, Family Appreciation Day, an Applejack episode, which is a nice, nice little change of pace for me. Because, like, I, man, it feels like we've gotten a lot of rarity, uh... Uh, a lot of variety, yeah. a lot of dash, a lot of CMCs past episodes. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy we're kind of changing pace a little bit. And then Baby Cakes, which is a pinky episode. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's uh, fine. But that's for next that's time. That's not looking bad. At, looking at the rest of the episodes, like, there's some good stuff in here. There's a few, like, ones that I'm like, eh, that's fine. You know, like, nothing to, like, call home about. But nothing outright bad. Right. Like, I think this is probably the low point of our season. Because I look ahead and yeah. this, hey. We have some bangers up ahead. I'm so excited to I'm talk excited. about some of these. <laughs> I'm excited. I We need bangers after this episode. We do. We need a pile cleanser. This asbestos bread has poisoned my tongue and soul. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty bad. Which is funny because I, I love that we start this episode like, wow, Trocon was amazing. We've got the brain rot. We are so back. I love ponies. Anyway, these ponies suck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, we, yeah. we we love this show. Uh, you know, high lows and highs and all. It's uh, but it, hey, it'll make these highs hit even more if you ask me. You know, <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. Speaking of Trotcon, before we <gasps> before we start yeah. wrapping it up, yeah, so. um, you are going to Everfree. Oh, dunk! I am. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in August, I will August. be at Everfree. I'm a little scared. I still need to figure out uh, travel stuff, but I'll, I'll be there. I'll make it happen. I'm on... I can't remember which table I'm at, but I am in the Artist Alley. Uh, you can see me in the con book, uh, my location. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, after going to TrotCon, I'm gonna try really hard to go to everfree yeah we, we but we'll wanna... see we'll see if i can make it we already I miss the really... fuck out of each other we're like what do you mean what do you mean yeah. you're gone so... in the con scene <sighs> it, it was just really it fun. was soul rejuvenating really to be around mm -hmm. the fellow pony fans and and to be around each other and she hey she's a great assistant i'm bad at math and she can make change with dollar bills <laughs> yeah really really fast i'm good at math so He's, we'll see. Yeah. We may both be at Everfree, or it may just be one of us. But I either way, guaranteed we'll be at Everfree. Uh, maybe it'll be a two for one deal with Echo. We'll we'll find out. So we'll see. Maybe. Um. Maybe, but hey, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. It means the world that you you know listen to us and deal with our shenanigans every single time. Um, if you would like to follow us, we have a Twitter at FIM is content. 
and we have individual Twitters on that, which is Umelzart for Emily and Razpony for me. And we also have a Tumblr in case uh, it Twitter just, explodes. In case <laughs> just Twitter goes stop. down. Uh, yeah, because we had a scare where there was like a, like a one day where it's like, you can view 300 posts. Bye. Uh, so that was bad. Yeah. Uh, I I will do my best to update the Tumblr accordingly because actually I really like using Tumblr. I've been there for a long time. I prefer time. Tumblr, yeah. Yeah, so we'll do our best to start updating that as well so that we don't have to rely entirely yes. on our Twitter. But yeah. Our Tumblr is friendship is content at Tumblr. Uh, yeah. And I also have Raz Pony over there and you I think you have Umul's art over there as well. Yeah, uh, Umul's for just whatever Umul's art for art only. Yep. Yeah, so follow all of us over on Tumblr as well. And let us know uh, just in case, you know, just in case Twitter just in implodes case, yeah, again. Just explodes. But yeah, no, let us tag us in your stuff. Let us know if you're listening to the show. Give us feedback, you know. Uh, I, I, I read a quote the other day that stuck with me and that the, uh, the key to success is appreciation. So just to know that wow. we're being listened to. That that makes us uh really happy. It makes us want to do more. Of this that sounds thing. like a that sounds like an episode message, no, like no. uh what you would write to dear Princess Celestia. I would write that letter to Celestia. I'd be like, please, God, appreciate. The key to success. Can you appreciate what we're doing? Please? No, no, it's, please. No, we're we're feeling a lot of love, and it's it's nice to ha- know that people out there are enjoying our silly show that we just want to do for fun. It's true. As per always, our intro and outro song is the 10-year anniversary of No Matter What by Violet Pony featuring Silver Stripe and Nami, and you can hear it right now. Get out of here! I it's mean it for real this time. It's playing us out. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yeehaw.